Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Lee Gerstman, and I'm no longer banned from this podcast. I use my hand on Ralph and my mouth on Ian, and that's why I'm back. So deal with it, bitches. Here they are, Dr. Fuck and Wadzilla. I still think they're fucking assholes. Smack them a gob. It's me, Dr. Fucking Wimby is. <laughs> That's fucking vodka. Oh, oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I told the alcoholic and Wadley. How you doing, Ralph? I'm doing good now, but I ain't going to be doing good when I'm editing your fucking uh, drunk ass. Wah, I like wah, you. Wah, I like wah. I like you more of beer, bro. Yeah. Wah, wah. God damn, dude. You try editing you. Ah, that's what you're for. Yeah. Uh, damn. I, I, you know how much energy it takes just to ride your coattails? I can't do everything. I'm like Donna Summer. I work hard, but for no money. You're just a bad girl. And I'm the bad guy. Yeah. She's dead, you know. Yeah. Yep. You didn't, you didn't know. Yeah, she was smited by God for making fun of the homosexuals. Was she? She was not. She liked she liked homosexuals. No, and, no. Well, she turned she turned her back on him when she became born again. And it's oh, funny. But that be- don't matter. That's when Donna Summer was nobody now. I'm talking yeah. about she was somebody. She was she played the homosexual music. Hey, look who look who signed her. Oh wait, Neil Bogart wasn't homo, was he? Yeah, he was. Well, wait a minute. I don't know. Wasn't everybody in the 70s no, I, a little I, well, bit? I'm saying everybody working for Kiss, Sean Delaney, Bill Coin. I mean, hell. Paul you know, Stanley. Ace Fraley sucked Peter Chris's cock, so. Yeah, you know. but, you know, he did it like a man. <laughs> how do you do it like a man? You, you have to wear a mustache? Yeah, that's how I do it. Sweet. But, you <laughs> know, you have to have it grow because when it's stubble, it really bothers the, the the total stranger you just go up to in the alley and go, hey, drop him. I want to suck your cack. It's got to be a nice, long, flowing dick broom. That's right. Yeah. Low, <laughs> fuck my mouth, you bastard. <laughs> oh. So, guess what we got this week? Can I, can I get three guesses? Sure. Uh, we finally got that uh, ointment to get rid of our crabs. It's in the mail. Okay, that's not that's not the right answer. I'll keep going. Uh, uh, Lee Gersman had an orgy with a bunch of hot babes. If by babes you mean dudes, uh, yeah. But there's oh, okay. something else. Yeah, I guess. Oh, something else. All right, my my last guess. Um, hmm. Uh, gee Willikers. I don't know. I will finally name the two douchebags I can't stand on the podcast page. 
Maybe by the end of the episode. <laughs> okay, cool. All I'm right. talking about an iTunes review. What? Yeah. That shit's still around? Yeah, it is. Hell yeah. Just wait till I get around to reading those MySpace reviews we got. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a bitch to find. Yeah. Have, you been on, have you been on MySpace? Like, I was on it, like, maybe two years ago. Like, my profile's still there, but it's so fucking difficult to navigate. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. I, I never, uh, I never joined it. I had a an ex girlfriend of mine tell me she goes, "This shit is you." And this is, some, you know, face Facebook had just started, and she goes, she goes, with the way you're into music and, and your sense of humor, you could create this page and be amazing. And I was like, ah, check it out. I went on there. It it just looked complicated to me, and Facebook just started, and that seemed easy. So I signed up with that, and I never got in on the whole MySpace. Yeah, show. it's weird because MySpace was very simple, and Facebook was difficult. Now it's simple. You know, I'm not used to it. Yeah. MySpace was pretty simple back then, and it was easier to pick up uh, uh, submissive slaves on, ah. on Facebook. I had two separate ones fly from Texas over here, both from my from MySpace. I'll tell you what I miss is Craigslist whores. I think they're still Craigslist is still around, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't have the personals anymore. Oh, that sucks. I picked up two off. The, well, no. I'll tell you a funny story, and I won't name her name, but I picked up two girls on Craigslist. One was right away. Unfortunately, she passed away. She was awesome. Great girl. And the second one was a girl <coughs> that, <laughs> like, like we hooked up. We didn't hook up. Like, she knew me. Like, we hooked, uh, we reconnected. Then she's like, oh, you know, I know Bladder. He's a big fan of your band. I was like, oh, great. Like, I don't want girls that know my friends and me. And But anyway... I ended up not doing anything to, with her till like three three years later. I fucked the living shit out of her. Nice, awesome, yeah, awesome girl. I miss, I got a laptop, a washer and dryer, and two whores off of Craigslist. Well, I got a lap I got a lap dance too off Craigslist. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it was after that uh, that Craigslist murder. Uh, what scandal? Oh yeah, you didn't oh, hear about that. The the the. Not Sally Jesse Raphael, the other talk no, show. No, no, don't. No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't that. No, this was actually like uh, uh, two people met on on Craigslist, and the guy went over there and then stabbed her to death and shit. And uh, people were talking about the dangers, and then you were hearing stories about people on Craigslist setting up robberies because they know you're coming with money. You know, they're offering to sell something. They know you're coming with cash to buy whatever, and they just hold you up. There is nothing to sell. God. Uh, so, but, but, you know, they kept that part of, you know, you can still get ripped off for, for some electronics or, or some appliances, but you can't find whores on Craigslist anymore. Yeah. That's Man, sucks. what a sad world we live in. It is. It truly and, is. And it's even more sad. I stopped doing it. I, I didn't even know about this. Yeah. Ah, the invention of Tinder, like, took that away. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way with Grinder. Oops, looking for meat. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, no, we have iTunes. Yeah, let me get to this one, man. We have an awesome a five-star review. Uh, this one is from B. Lincoln. B. Lincoln. I like his name already because that guy never tells a lie. That's right. Honest name. Uh, it's a five-star review entitled Kick-Ass Reviews and Hilarious Conversations. Yeah. And he says, and I quote, uh, he asked what, do you like music? 
do you like metal? Not poser, mallcore, hot topic, bro, do you even lift metal, but metal. Then this is for you. Ralph and Ian bring years of listening and concert experience and combine that with insightful and often hilarious takes on classic metal and rock reviews. Once you get it, you'll be hooked. It's bonfire banner that feels like old friends that you want to hang out with and tune in again and again. Thank you, I Lincoln. love it. What a great, great comment. And he mentioned me before you. Yeah, yeah. He, oh. he has, so obviously he listens because he knows that you'll get butt hurt if they say my name first. You know, you know, something dawned on me the other day here. Uh oh, a revelation, huh? <laughs> what was it that? I, oh, um, uh, Kevin. Siznak uh. <laughs> put up this thing about you know that's what we he is like kicking ass. You know they they're in right, a bunch right. of charts. Right. Yeah, I, I got the same. I got the same message. So, well, I saw it on a post. So I, I, I did a little research. So I went on Google to see if I can find our list. Yeah, and I it, got. That's what I was saying. I got it sent to me. Our list. Okay. Well, I, I couldn't find it. But you know what I did find? Uh, when it says Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, it only says Ian Wadley. <laughs> it doesn't say my name. The way you hooked it up, you scumbag Sharon Osbourne well, wannabe, you're taking all the credit. Right, right. Well, don't you don't you remember that? You complained about that from the very beginning. I did? I yeah. remember. Well, what it was is, remember all the fucking drama we had getting set up on iTunes? Yeah. Because I had to do it. <laughs> well, it, it had a thing uh, that you got a list, and it, it didn't say, like, uh, uh like this, this is who you're going to advertise as doing it, but it said something about because it had to do with my iTunes account, and like who, and I just put up my name, and I didn't know that's how it was going to get posted. But man, with with after all the shit, because I had to create a whole new fucking uh, email account because the first version of iTunes we did didn't take. I was like, I'm not going through this shit again. I'm not changing shit. I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing nothing because it was such a pain in the ass. Uh, you know, but everybody knows this. I mean, shit, uh, uh, I would say 90% of the people who find it find it because of your reviews and shit. So I don't think you have to worry about anything. Yeah, but, and I don't know if you noticed, but you know how anybody can write anything on Wikipedia? Right. You know, somebody saw that, you know, Ian Wally Rock and Metal Combat Podcast did a Wikipedia on our page and pretty much said, Wow, I had no idea Ian Wadley writes everything for Ralph Vieira. <laughs> it's like, dude, why don't we rename this fucking podcast Bark at the Moon? Hey, I, I gave up when you wouldn't let me call it Rock Cox, so, you know. Oh, my God. That was really bad. I still stand by it. Better than Dark Light, for Christ's sake. No, no, it's not. Even though Dark Light sucks, but <laughs> Rock Cox, come on. Rock Cox with three X's. And they'll be like, why are they talking about Down or or these bands? That's not Cock Rocks. No, it's not about Cock Rock. It's about it's about rock and roll dicks, and that's what we are. Uh, no, no, you are. I don't wish death on nobody. Nah, but you're still a fucking dick. Yeah, that's that's, yeah you know, come on. It works. It works. Well, I, it's it's I'm catchy. Only, I'm only a dick because I am what I eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Yum, yum, eat them up. Fuck my mouth, you bastard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, some people, uh, they, they keep giving up on uh, iTunes because it, it changed formats a little bit. Uh, not for me because I don't use fucking Apple shit, you know? That whole, uh, like... Apple is the fucking devil. 
Oh, I, I don't agree that, much, but there we're we're right on the same page. Oh yeah, the only thing Fuck I Apple. Yeah, the only thing I use from them is, is fucking iTunes, and it hasn't changed for me. It just changed for fucking hipsters, hacky sack playing beard wearing motherfuckers, you know who who but, use a Mac. But even even iTunes a pain in the ass to to you know to maneuver. You know what? You know what I hate about i, I iTunes. I do like maybe it's just because it's what I'm used to as to have my music set up. But I miss when you used to be able to change the background to dark instead of goddamn. Every time I turn on iTunes, I'm laying it. It's so fucking bright. Let me put the background to black. You know what I hate about iTunes? When I first got it back in the day, is when I was still burning CDs. Right. And uh, you can't do that no more. I mean, if you can, please somebody tell me because. Uh, I there's a Fresh and I did a cover of uh, Speed Freak from Hallow's Eve, yeah. and I I don't have it, but it's on my iPod. So when I put it in the iTunes, I'm you know I make the little playlist how I used to. You right click and burn on CD. It doesn't have that option no more. It's like I'm I don't know how to. There's a fucking song that rules that I did, and I don't I can't have it unless you know it's on my iTunes. It's on my iPod. It's the only way I can hear it, and that's fucking lame. Because I want to, like, make it an MP3 at least so I can play it on my radio show. I, I think there's a way you, you can do that, but you'd have to log on to your iTunes account. I don't know. Fuck Apple up the ass, man. Oh, I yeah. Hate that no, shit. God damn. I hate that shit. But we do, like, we do like these reviews, and we are very successful on iTunes. Uh, we, we do have a lot of listeners. Uh, so however you check them out. Did you see the outcry this week of our fellow podcasters that were getting dropped by Spotify left and right? No. Are we dropped oh. by them? Uh, I don't even think I signed this up for Spotify, because I always say, oh. fuck Spotify. Right. Fuck Spotify. You know what? Go to Mr. X like me, you fucking pussies. Mm. You know? And, 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 and you, know, uh, you know, I hate Spotify. But anyway, I, I know the reason they dropped uh, Decibel Geek was for playing full songs on their show. Now, oh, they drop us in a heartbeat. Now here, we play here's full songs throughout our show. Here, here's here's the real funny thing. Here. <laughs> I love this shit. Uh, you know, here's a, here's a fucking format that rips off fucking artists, and they're mad because you know you're playing songs where people can hear them for free. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like it's like, hey, you're doing our job, fuckfaces. I know they dropped. Uh, uh, I know a couple of Ken Mills Fifty Seven podcasts, and he had a post too. But, uh, you know, I, I just did an episode, another episode of the ZappaCast, and uh, ZappaCast can no longer play longer than 30-second clips of Frank's music. And that's a crazy thing that, you know, that's uh, an officially sanctioned podcast by the Zappa Family Trust, but there are, I think it's Universal holds the rights to a lot of Zappa's catalog, and they won't even let the podcast play longer than 30-second clips. So, yeah, so, you know, it, it's a good thing that we're an underground show, because if we, when we get big, you know, when, when, when I OD, uh, you know, then you're going to have to edit all this shit again. Fuck that. That yeah, podcast I'll be fucking, dies with you, bro. I'll be fucking you from the grave. <laughs> I ain't going to do that shit. I ain't going through all this editing. Uh, what is it? Well, how many number of episodes we have? Like 300 something by now? Uh, we're, I think we're around 270-something. Yeah, that's 273. That's 270 more than I want to do. <laughs> yeah, and that's something I, I will tell people out there. 
Uh, I, I need to get back at it because I think I only have like our first 200 downloaded. But uh, man, you guys really love this show, man. Download these episodes and keep them saved like a like a hard file because you never know what could happen in this day and age. You know. Yep. Yeah, I lost a lot of shit because of uh, certain things. Yeah, I need to get back to downloading because I know I've got reports in the past where people have tried downloading certain episodes, like old episodes, and said they didn't work anymore. But oh, then, boy. But then for other people, they did. So when I first started hearing this, and this was a couple years ago, I was like, well, man, let me download all these, you know, just in case, you know. Justin Childers. <laughs> Another fine cocksucker. Good old Justin. Oh, oh. <laughs> Speaking of blast from the past, guess who I just got another email from? Can I have three guesses? Sure. Nah, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Andrew Jacobs. Oh, God. <laughs> Apologizing again? Again, again. Oh, my God. Oh, God. He probably what? sent me one, too. I, I, I'm going to check my emails. No, I, I think I'm just supposed to tell you he's sorry or some shit. I don't know. All right. Uh, Andrew, apology not accepted. Yeah. Uh, uh, love the spick that that was that was raising a house full of people, like you said, and that I am your bitch, right? Yeah. I work for you or whatever the fuck he said. Yeah. Guys, as clueless as fucking Sammy Hagar fans. Hey, he, he's threatening to go to the expo this year. So, so guys, show up at the expo just for that. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, I I called it that he wasn't going. I think right. now he's going. That's why he's sending all his apologies. Right. Fuck you, by the way. If, if you see us at the expo, we're going to give you the Malloy. <laughs> that that guy, I got a feeling he's going to go into the bathroom. And it, it, while he's in the bathroom, he's going to walk like an inebriated Scott Stein and just piss all over him. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Because Scott Stein's a VIP. VIP on Andrew Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, and, and he promised me he's going this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We all know, man. VIP would have been there last year, except for, you know, unforeseen circumstances he couldn't prevent, you know. What a shame, since it was the best one. Oh, yeah, but wait well, till this one. Well, hey. you don't know. We got to wait till it happens. So go find out if it's better than three. Well, yeah, big big news is, uh, I believe, expected to be released this week about uh, the, the upcoming Rock and Pot. I know I've already I've already taken the days off, and I'm, I'm planning a long trip this year. Because we both agreed we want to come up Thursday, so there's no, you know, in case of any airline shit. I'm going to stay Thursday, and I'm not going to leave till Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. I'll, I'll, I'll do the same thing. Because, you know, I'd like to do, you know, uh, again, my favorite part, I always love the day after when we get to hang with Senzak and, and, and Camaro and everybody and the other guys that are cool enough to stick around. But since this year is going to be sat, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday... If we're gonna do that shit, we got to do it Monday. So everybody's got to take Monday off too, and then we'll leave all hungover on Tuesday. You know, you know, I almost hung out with uh, Chris and Aaron uh, in a, in a couple weeks. I oh, well, I don't know if I would have hung out with them, but I almost went to Nashville uh, two weeks from now. God, why? Well, I don't want to get into the logistics, but. Um, I was gonna get a, I was gonna get a free flight over there. Not that I was going, but it has to do with the Vinnie Vince. Vinnie Vince has got another bullshit thing going on. Is that real? That Valentine's Day shit. Yes. Oh yes. my god. And as 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 far as I know, like two three people paid so far. So you know he's gonna cancel it. Oh. But anyway, I was willing to go, but you know, oh. not to the Vinnie Vincent thing. I was gonna 
I was gonna hang out with, hopefully I was gonna, you know, bother them. Hey, let's hang out while, you know, certain person went to go to the Vinnie Vincent thing. Oh, God. But then I ended up saying, no, you know what? I'm not, no, I'll hang out with them at, at the expo. What the fuck is going to this shit? God damn. You know, I, I, I tell you what, you, you, you put up a lot of posts uh, recently that I, that, I, that I love, that I really enjoy, uh, about telling people, get out of the fucking 80s, you know? Get out of the shit, you know, you were spoon-fed by MTV. Yeah. And, and, and check out some new shit. And you know yeah. who that you know who that quadruply applies to is you fucking kiss nerds. Yeah. Jesus Christ, just on and on and on and on about the a goddamn you know half-ass at best band. Jesus Christ. Nah, come on, man. Yeah, was, I know the, the fans paint your shit, but I, you know what, man? No, I, no, 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 no. It's, it's not just the fans. It, no. It's it's the bands. It's the band itself. I mean, come on. It's so overrated compared to most other bands. And what I'm saying is, check out. Instead of keep living in the past and like never grow. You know, I love fucking GI Joe and He Man when I was a kid. Today, not as much, man. Check out some new shit. There is so much new music out that's fucking awesome. And you turned me on to a real good one uh, last week. Uh, what was that? Uh, the slave Master, or whoever you saw open up for Lucifer. Oh, Savage Master. Savage Man, just another cool band, man. And I've been, I've been discovering. I think I, I found like seven new bands in the last, or at least I should say, new to me. But you know, they're bands, you know, that are of the two thousands, you know, and of the last like five or seven years. Some amazing shit out there, but you got to look for it, man. But there's some really, and it's really like reinvigorated me to like. Man, just stop listening to the same shit all over. Stop living in the past. I mean, yeah, we all love, there's certain shit we love, but don't just give up and, and say there's nothing new because there's a lot of great shit out there that if you're just closed-minded and, and your world only consists of what the fuck Vinnie Vincent is doing. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. And it's, it's not just Kiss. I mean, there's other bands too. You know, fuck, as much as I love Van Halen, it's not all I listen to. And I would never, ever, ever do a podcast that's just Van Halen. You know, because yeah. because that would ruin some. To me, that would ruin something that I love. Like if I had to talk about it, I just had to talk about it. And if I and if I talk about anything else, it's gonna upset these fucking five nerds who, who can't fucking grow up. You know. And I'll tell you something even more pathetic. And look, we have an amazing. I mean, amazing. Probably the the best cover band. If you want to see a band play songs exactly like the, those bands they play tribute to Eddie and the they're, Boozers uh, no they 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 just oh. all they do is like cover fucking uh, that soundtrack until Tuesday I'm talking about you know bands that dedicate you know there's a band down here called Made of Metal and uh, uh, the Mr. that's not supposed to happen watch <laughs> saw me perform with Made of Metal once they're 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 amazing they're an amazing cover band but and this is no slide to them because this, what I'm about to say has nothing to do with them. Man, you go to a made of metal show and you can't fit another person in the room with a shoehorn. You get a band that, you know, a kick-ass local band, not even a fraction of, like, not even a quarter of that many people go to see that. And that is the audience that just wants to be spoon-fed shit 
they grew up on. They don't even care if it's not even the actual band. You know? It drives me fucking crazy. I, I, I think these people are fucking posers, man. You know, they pat, I mean, everywhere. They're about to do a Skid Row one. I'm going. I, I enjoy seeing them. Don't get me wrong. But shit, I go see, tomorrow I'm going to go see a local band. You know, if it's a good local band, I'm going to go see it, you know? Right. And, it, and, and, you know, I'm sure it's not only South Florida. Uh, tribute bands also, you know, I'm in the scene. I know what's going on. Tribute bands get paid well. Right. They get paid very well. And because tribute band brings in a lot of people. And it's pathetic to me. I don't, I don't, look, if you go to, if I see you at a local show and then at a tribute show, then you're good. You're all right. Right. But, but man, most people, and, and the reason I brought up, uh, Mr. That's not supposed to happen. Um, somebody posted my, uh, when I was up on stage with Made of Metal doing a uh, Damage Inc. And I'm doing it in the fucking place, you know, it's thrashing, there's pits going on, but on the side and well, I'm not going to mention her name, but she's so hot. Oh, my God, this girl's so beautiful. She, in the video, you clearly see her with her back to the stage, laughing and giggling with her other little hot friends. And I'm like, see, I never see that girl at local shows. That's who it attracts, these fucking people that... Uh, uh, and I, I hate to say this, because we do have some awesome female listeners that, that love metal and are open-minded. But a lot of chicks, a lot of, they just want to know something they can sing along to. Yeah. Dance, something they already know the words to. They don't want to learn nothing new. You know, yeah, my, my ex was like that. She loved, loved fucking Journey. You know, and I was like, hey, I like Journey too, but let me, you know, expand your mind on Journey. And if it wasn't a song that wasn't on the radio that she hadn't heard a million times, she wasn't interested. E- even though it's got Steve Perry on it, even though it's a, a killer song, if it's not something that was drilled into her head from childhood, she didn't have no time for it. She wants the one she knows the lyrics to. And it's not just chicks like that. There's a lot of dudes who think like chicks, you know, and they're called Kiss fans. Oh, my God. I don't, I, I don't think I don't think Journey's best songs were ever singles. Oh, no, no. And, and man, when, when I really got an appreciation for Journey is when I, you know, really dug into their catalog and listened to the... You know, the stuff that wasn't on the radio. That's a lot of my... I was like, wow, this is really good and I think would change people's perception of Journey and they would have a lot more respect for them. You know, but... You know, it's so often is, is not the case. But, man, I, I mean, let, let's stop... I mean, let's, you know, relish the past. There's nothing that replaces the music of your childhood. As we always say, timeline is everything. But don't don't let your, your life end there. You know, it, always look for your new favorite album. You know, you know it would be awesome. You know it would be awesome, man. If uh, everything you said, somebody actually listened and, and took uh, took note and actually did it, but it's yeah. not going to happen. I I I have to bring this up because I want to get this out there. It's every avenue that I do. You you I haven't done my YouTube one yet. Did it on Facebook, and I want to do it on here because we have listeners. And uh, what I'm going to say is going to hurt me uh, as far as my band goes. But I don't care because it needs to be said. Promoters, so-called promoters, that make local opening bands sell tickets is bullshit. Bullshit. Yesterday, I went to go see the Three Tremors, which I will talk about in a second. 
There were two opening acts. Not my thing. I'll tell you right now. I thought musically, ugh. But I will say they were extremely tight. You could be really tight and still suck, you know? But, uh, you know, one of them sounded like a mix between Rage Against the Machine and System of the Down. You know, two things I don't like, but they were tight. But, you know, I come to find out, uh, you know, these are opening bands that had to sell 30 tickets at 20 bucks a pop. Now, let me tell you something. I know, I know this because I spoke to one of the band members. They ended up paying for all the tickets because they couldn't sell it. And the promoter don't care. The no, promoter, no. the promoter doesn't care if they get a lot of people there. All he cares about is money. I have uh, Vile Productions down here is a, a production company. Every time they book us, they pay us well. They don't charge us to fucking sell tickets. You know, uh, all they ask is for us to promote the fuck out of the show. And that's what I think local bands should do. They should promote, promote, promote. Now. In my case, I did do it once. I did pay once. I uh, sold tickets once. The only reason I did it, because at the time I was kind of clueless, and I thought I was helping the cause. Right. Because it was, look, it was uh, the time I opened for Overkill. Now, I did a thing. We had the Merciful Fate tribute show uh, like a week or two, or maybe even sooner than that, before the Overkill show. And I was telling people... And by the way, Overkill was in Tampa. And I live all the way down here in Miami. So, you know, yeah, it's hard. It, that's it's a drive. <laughs> yeah. And, and who the fuck am I going to sell tickets to? You know, oh, here's a ticket. Now you got to drive to Tampa. But what I did was I said, look, whoever buys the ticket, I will give you a free vinyl of the Merciful Fan Tribute vinyl. And we ended up selling more tickets than all the other bands. And we still got fucked. You know, as far as the placement of the lineup. After that, I was like, wow, I'm never doing that again. But then, and I'm not going to mention the person's name, but I know somebody that toured with a national act. And every single show they played, they had a lot of opening bands. Every one, every single one. A lot of opening bands that were forced to sell tickets. Turned out they didn't play to much people, but more tickets were sold than actual people there. Because all the local bands were paying out of their own pocket. Now, of course. And then, like, you know, certain people are like, well, they can't buy tickets. There's, there's what some, you know, genius said on, on Facebook. If they can't buy tickets, they shouldn't be worthy to open the show. Well, genius. There's a lot of bands out there that never played a show before. Brand new baby bands that want to get their foot in the door. So, um, you know, what following are they going to have? You know, so, but these poor, you know, kids are paying 500, 600 bucks to play to nobody for 20 minutes. I think it's disgusting that, that and they shouldn't be called promoters. You know, I got to say, you know, my, my, my good friend, Elsie, that's a promoter. She busts her ass. She takes care of all the bands and pays the bands. And all we do is promote the fuck out of the shows. And I've dealt with a zillion promoters like that. These are actual promoters. But anybody out there that, and I'm telling you, man, I hope you're listening to me. One guy was saying, well, I, you know, uh, I make the band sell tickets, but, you know, I pay them good and this and that. I was like, dude, if you pay them good, then why the fuck are you having them sell tickets? Why don't you sell tickets? That's why you're called 
promoter. Now, when I went to go see Lucifer and Savage Master a couple weeks ago, uh, dude, they had a policy. Now, it's a catch-22. It's a horrible policy, but they had no choice. No opening acts that are local because they do not like people, pay, you know, the, the whole pay-to-play bullshit. That hurts. That hurts local acts. But well, at the same time, they, they, they already had three bands on that uh, set to begin with, though, too. You know? Oh, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. The, the one person I was talking to yesterday from the National Act, New York had six opening acts. Yeah, but who's there for fucking six bands, really? You know. But that's my point. Those six bands are paying money to right. be on this National Act show. I think it's fucking bullshit. I think it's fucking robbery. I think it's pure greed, and you're killing the scene. You're definitely killing the scene. And I think this should be, well, look, I know a kid. He just started very influenced by me, by the way. You know, great kid, Thrash of Eye fan, started a thrash band, brand new band. I made this post and he wrote, wow, shit like that happens. I've seen this kid at countless shows. Not a, not a lot of people know this shit's happening behind the scenes. And I think it should be brought up. If you can't, if you can't sell the tickets your own and you have opening bands do it and by the way they don't pay the opening bands anything they probably give them like five people on the guest list and maybe you know a couple drink tickets but shit I mean they gave that to us without fucking selling one ticket so I think promoters out there so called promoters you're all a bunch of douchebags if you make other people do your work and then on top of that you don't even pay them for the hard work you know, being in a band is not easy, man. You got to rehearse. You got to pay for equipment. You got to pay for rehearsal time. You know, you got to you got to bend over backwards to be in a fucking band, especially a uh, local band. <clears throat> you know, you know what you got to do if you want to make it in this day and age. You got to do what Mick Watkins is doing, because uh, he advertises as heard on Ian Wadley's Rock and Metal Combat podcast. And now he's opening up for. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> who do we who do we just say uh, he opened up for the other British week? British Lions? Yeah, British Lions, and now he's opening up for uh, Tom, Tom Keeper. Yeah. Oh, and I, I have to do a correction. Uh, I, I felt horrible. His uh, his band. I, I I called him like I know not Wild Stallions, but I called him uh, Wild Stop. They're Wild Ride. And and, and, and and both wild and right is misspelled wrong, or is misspelled. <laughs> but, uh, well, don't don't tell him that. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, thinks but, uh, he thinks it's spelled correctly. But man, congratulations to him. Yeah, man. good guy. I like he, him. He said the band was so happy to to hear you know as advertised on Ian Wadley's Rock and Metal Combat podcast. Awesome. But uh, yeah, man, uh, doing real good. But yeah, I agree, man. That that that's horseshit and. But that just shows you, you know, it, it's all about money. You know, nobody cares about the scene. You but, know? but, but you, you know, what you were saying earlier about, you know, Kiss Nerds not... I mean, it's like left and right. Left and right, uh, the scene's getting fucking murdered. You know, like with all this shit. And then, you know, you, you, you throw in like uh, the, the Grammy Awards and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Everything is like killing or trying. It's never going to die. But I'm saying, man, the struggles rock music goes on in this day and age is ridiculous. Yeah, it's and, you know, ridiculous. and you, you know who just helped killed it? Was Aerosmith with that terrible performance at the Grammys. 
Now kids are really gonna hate rock music. <laughs> I saw I saw that, you know, like a day or two after. Yeah, yeah, that's a great example. It's like here are people that hate rock music all gathered in this phony baloney show and they see this and they're gonna be like, Yeah, rock sucks. Okay, you know, so- so you did see it because uh, I saw I went, it. I saw it. I, I went. I went to check out the footage and it had been removed already. Oh, I saw I, it. I was like, oh, it must it have been. It was a disaster. Bad. Not only them, but Run DMC was terrible. I mean, they were like them matching each other, singing it. It was jumbled. Like they weren't in sync. Oh. It was oh. really bad. You know what that is? You know what that's called, kids? That's called karma. That's what Aerosmith fucking deserves. That's what they Why, fucking deserve. Joey Kramer. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm kind of like on the fence on that one. You know, I uh, think. Well, I, I heard this on Ralph Vieira's news. Oh, I, I, oh I, then, I, it, then, then I stand corrected. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because I, I watch Ralph Vieira productions too. I'm a big fan. Yeah, uh, I, I, I see you've been taking to doing your own news lately. I enjoy it though; it's great. I, I, I love it. Yeah, you uh, ain't around, dude. To do the I news. know. I, I know. I know. I, I love. By the your time videos. you're around, those fucking those, that news is old and stale. But it was funny. The, the day the day I really snapped, you know, my whole epiphany, I just went off on like, you know, get out with the new. Fuck the old. I, I had a day where first I saw this post on our page where it was, you know, unpopular opinions post. Yes, yes. And uh, I, I, I saw this guy. Uh, God damn, I can't remember his name. Now, he's, he's a great participator on the page. I, I love the guy, but he, he did two posts. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Where uh, the first one was like, Peter Chris's album is good. And then the next one is The Who is Overrated. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then I saw you had a fucking track by track fucking Psycho Circus up against fucking uh, Peter uh, Chris's. Peter and I was like, oh my Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> and, and, but you know what? You know what? It, it just, it, like, like something inside me snapped. It's like, stop giving a shit. The internet is just too fucking hilarious. You know, it's just, it just what, what, what world do I live in where it's like uh, Peter Chris good, who bad, and 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 two shitty albums duke it out for turds, <laughs> uh, you know. And I'm just like, oh my god. And then I saw, you know, you had your your copy of uh, Peter Chris's solo album, and it was signed, and he didn't have the decency to sign it. Sorry, you know. <laughs> well, I ended up liking it. I, I used to hate that album with a passion. Yeah, I like I, it. I know. And the funny thing is, I only like one song on it, and you hate it. <laughs> Which one is that? Uh, you matter to me. That's the only one I like. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and I like it for the reason you hate it. I love that. Like, do, 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 that's, that, yeah, you take that yeah. out. I like it. I yeah, like it. see, that, that that's that that's the only thing I like about that song. But I was just like, what the fuck? And, but then I had this epiphany. Just don't let shit get you mad. Just laugh, it. laugh yeah, at it. Yeah, look at it as comedy. How you I know, look at Flabbermouth comedy. It's comedy to me. But, uh... But oh my god! But then I just thought about like you know the, the new bands you turned me on to and the new bands I've been discovering myself lately, and I'm just like that that gave me hope. I'm like focus on that, and that's something uh, I, I think I'd like to incorporate in the show. Now is uh, new you know bands? yeah yeah I, w- I would like to do newer unknown bands, and I I know it's stuff that we'll both have to study. But you know we're doing that with a lot of these fan reviews anyway. And, you know, and some people love them. Some people, you know, have been bitched about the fan reviews. Hello. But, uh, no, it's not just you. There's been other people that send me hate, like, oh, the fans pick suck. You oh, know? fuck that person. 
Yeah. Fuck, fuck me too for saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're you know? the fans. Fuck them. They mean more. Yeah, I bet that person didn't donate, did he? Uh, no. Yeah, because no. he, he sucks more than the fans he thinks that suck. But you know what? I, I say... I say do it anyway because we do have some people that will listen no matter what. And you know, I was checking our, you know, our uh, numbers the other day, and uh, man, one of my favorite episodes. Uh, you know, not like joke wise or anything, but what like you know, favorite records I was turned on to uh, was the Angel Dust episode. I really, really love that album, and that I never would have knew if it wasn't for this. And that's so far as one of our worst rated episodes ever and it's a damn shame but you know what for the people who did listen to it hopefully somebody liked that one and i'd like to start doing some shit like you know savage master and some different shit that i found man and even if we just turn you know a couple people onto it man just you know we you have to do that for the longevity of this show or we're going to become a you know a joke of ourselves because what do you do when you when you've talked about all the the popular shit you know then you become a, a, a KISS podcast that, that has an episode all on... Uh, I, I, yeah, but we're uh, not this, like that yet. This, this week we talk about the sixth song on every KISS album. You yeah, know, we're, shit. We don't, we don't, we're not like that, though. We do mix shit up. Oh, no, we do, but I'm saying I want to mix it up even more because fuck it. Because fuck it, you know. We, we do influence people, and we have turned people on to a lot of stuff. And I say we keep going, and we push fucking full steam ahead. Let's, let's use whatever influence we have to you know full speed ahead maximum ability and let's try to you know while we're here let, let's let's do the, the best we can truly for the music scene well and, and, i i gotta say and we like you said we influence people but we we're not really that influential when we talk about how much we love drugs because nobody has overdosed yet in our fan base and that's a shame we gotta work harder on it, drugs okay okay I, I, i'm down with that man I'm down with that. Yeah. All right. Well, Fuck uh, the motors that ch- make bands, local bands charge. That's bullshit, man. Yeah. Heroin. Uh, good. <laughs> I, I say they're lower than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Grammy Awards combined. Oofa. Yeah, man. You're really you're uh, killing the scene, you fucks. Well, man, I now we, we, we keep going long. This, this tool episode is amazing. As I, I can't wait to hear how you edit oh, this. Oh my I god! I heard about all the shit Jesus. you did. But uh, we we gotta get into uh, gotta get into the news because this will be a four hour episode, and I don't care. Oh, people, people love, love these songs. Yeah, they love them. But uh, but get back to what I was talking about with this Aerosmith shit. You know, Joey Kramer got hurt, uh, and basically they didn't want him back. For the Grammys, they said he's not ready. They made him audition to a click tape. The band wasn't even there. Yeah. They said they said what they heard wasn't up to snuff, and he's getting all upset. They had security ban him from coming into the rehearsals. Uh, and, and and the funny thing is here, the way they're bitching about Joey Kramer. Have you seen any fucking performances of Joe Perry in the last five years? Uh, yeah, they're, they're horrible. They're yeah. horrible. But Joe, it's Perry, Joe Perry, it's Joe Perry. He's the face. Yeah, because if it he's, was Brad, if it was Brad Whipper, they'd knock him out too. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, you gotta, that's a good point. Ian. Yeah, but but they allow that because oh my god, if you don't have the toxic twins there, but you know what? But pretty much, fuck Kramer, Tom Hamilton. I'm glad, I'm surprised they stuck through him through the fucking cancer. 
you know. And poor Tom Hamilton. I mean, if, if you hear him now, he, he doesn't even talk the same. You know, he had that throat cancer, yeah. you know. And, and to me, he just doesn't look good. You know, Tom, Tom just doesn't look healthy. But at, at least he's you know he's a bass player. They're gonna they're gonna leave him be. A you know? damn fine underrated one, aren't they? Oh oh yeah. But what what I'm saying is though that just shows you the loyalty. It's all about name recognition, facial recognition. The face of Aerosmith has always been Tyler and Perry. But but you don't see anybody threatening to keep Joe Perry out because he can't fucking play for more than 20 minutes without having a fucking stroke and 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 his shit sounds sloppy, out of key, and terrible. But then again, I, I I think Joe Perry's never been that great live. I mean, you ask me, uh, a lot of people love live bootleg. I'm like, we really? Uh, I think it's awesome. I mean, Joe Perry doesn't shine on it. Yeah, I think I, it's a good album. Well, th- that that's what distracts from me with live. Joe bootleg. Perry doesn't shine on anything if you really think about it. Right, but he's hey, just there. He's sufficient. Right, right, but but I'm saying like, man, I, I sat and actually listened to it at one point. I was like, oh. And a lot of it had to do with the guitars on that album. I thought the vocals sounded great. I thought drums and bass. And you know, I yeah, know that's I... a definitely timeline album for me. Oh yeah, but when I, know I was I... a kid. That shit was God. I still enjoy it. I know if I hear a bum note, I know it ain't coming from Brad Whitford. But you know, then again, Brad Whitford looks like fucking Larry from the Three Stooges, so that's nobody true, cares. Yeah. Exactly. You know, but uh, but yeah, nobody nobody says shit about a piss poor performance from Joe Perry. But you know, but oh, Joey Kramer's gonna bring down the house. Well, let's see, you know, here you got your great, you know, uh, roadie drumming, and you guys still sound like shit, you know, so fuck you, that's karma for not sticking by the man who's been by your side for 50 years, you're pulling some fucking Black Sabbath shit, and you, you, you fucking get that. But, you mean backstabbing? Yeah. Yeah, but you know what, you know what, Ian, um, a drummer is way more crucial than a guitar player in any band. Because if you have yeah, a shit try, drummer... Try, try telling that to a guitar player or a lead singer. No, but but it's the truth. Uh, a good drummer makes a band. You get a shit drummer, and they suck. You know? Yeah. Poison, good example. Yeah, um, well, Aerosmith had, had uh, supposedly a good drummer that night. How'd that shit turn out? It turned out a nightmare. But I'm just saying, you know, it's a, right. if, uh, in order for a band to sound good... A drummer is way more important than than a guitar player. Right. Now, if you're, you're going to get out there and suck with Joe Perry, why don't you at least stick by your friend and suck with Joe Perry and Joey Kramer? You know? All I know is that Joey Kramer's no saint either. I don't know what's going on there. Look, I'll say it right now. For him to audition after 50 years is bad enough. And then to do it to a click track is disgusting. Right. But, and- it, but, but Joey Kramer is kind of a uh, he's bitchy, man. He is yeah. kind of a bitch. Yeah, but you, you're also you, you're in a band with Steven Tyler. What kind of bitch is he with his fucking don't want to miss a thing but bullshit and I'm like just, oh I, I'm gonna leave to do a country album now. But everybody everybody looks the other way because it's Steven Tyler. It's Steven, and, no, and granted, we don't know what went down. And he might have said something really fucked up and that 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 has them all pissed at him. You know? Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. All I know is that it's a fucking train wreck, with or without him. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, great way to way to wave the flag for rock, you you fucking stupid ass. Uh, all I know is I'm going out on tour with uh, Ian Wadley's Rock and Metal Combat podcast, and open up it's going to be Joey, <laughs> Joey Kramer's Aerosmith and Bobby Blotzer's fucking uh, rat. And and, uh, and if they the- can sell enough tickets, then we'll get Stephen Riley's L.A. Guns. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the roadie. 
and it'll be the no talent tour the worst half Steve Riley that's another one holy fuck the audacity of that guy he's getting sued by the way I don't know if yeah you know. yeah you know and I, I used to feel I used to feel sorry for uh, Stephen Riley uh, for a while because you know I, I truly believe fuck Tracy Guns for what he did when he left the band trying to get a paycheck with that Brides of Destruction crap. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, but then you know you, you lose Phil Lewis, you know, and he's out there with Kelly Nichols, you know. So you got you got the bass player, but but oh, and I gotta say though, I did see footage of Stephen Riley's uh, L.A. Guns. Oh my God, dude! They sounded good. That singer they got—he doesn't mean Phil Lewis. I oh, thought he—I was—I was really impressed because I was really like, you know, because to me Phil Lewis ha- has a distinctive voice. It's I, hard. And, and uh, Phil Lewis, you know, if you really listen to L.A. Guns, what he does is not simple. You know, he's I like got, L.A. Guns. He's got a voice that it takes a lot of fucking energy to do shit like that. Yeah, ch- check out some footage of Stephen Riley's version. I think you'd be impressed with how yeah, that guy yeah, does yeah. it. If the guy, if the guy can do Phil Lewis, then yes, he, I'm very impressed already. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I think it's it, you know it's kind of fucked up because you know Phil Lewis said his issue with the Stephen Riley version of uh, L.A. Guns was Steve Riley just didn't want to bother recording anything new. He just wanted to go out there and play live and make money off the existing fans. Where. Phil Lewis is like, I want to write new music. I want, I want to keep going. I want to keep doing stuff. Steve Riley didn't. Then he reconnected with Tracy Guns, and Tracy's like, well, all my 57 side bands all fucking, you know, tanked. I mean, remember all those Tracy Guns versions of LA Guns that suck dick, too, you know? Yep. But but, uh, but Tracy Guns rules as far as a guitar player. Oh, yeah, great. Guitar. Another another criminally underrated guitar player. I, I agree. I'm a fan. Well, here's somebody in this day and age where we're seeing a lot of people come out now and and not cutting the mustard any longer. You know, your Paul Stanley's, your David Lee Ross, and holy shit, did I see an abortion this week? Hooah! Ah, uh, fucking I, somebody you've been very hard on, and I've kind of given a pass to. <laughs> you said hard on. Yeah. But uh, you've been very vocal about, oh, fuck, David Coverdale. Jesus Christ, give well, it up. I saw it, huh? I well, saw it live. Here's the thing. I, I saw White Snake. I keep forgetting, you know, as you get older, time flies by. Sometimes you realize how long it's been since you've seen him. And I think the last time I saw White Snake was probably 15 years ago. But I remember it being damn good, you know? But then I'm, you know... I'm like, oh, God, has it been that long? Yes, it has. I saw a video the other day of uh, White Snake playing Still in the Night and just last year, 2019. Holy fuck, was it atrocious. It was, it was, it was embarrassingly bad. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This, this needs to stop. I mean, seriously. I, I, I mean, like, I, I, I mean, I mean, people make fun of, Paul Stanley and David Lee Roth, I thought Coverdale was even worse. I could not believe how bad it was. I mean, wow. Wow. But somebody who just went through treatment for uh, fucking throat cancer, I think sounds great, is uh, Dave Mustaine. Have you seen the videos of... uh, No, no, but uh, he was sounding bad, like around the Big Four era. 
yeah, a, a little raspy, but I gotta say what I heard on these, and I, and I checked a couple sources from the same show, I thought it was pretty goddamn good. Oh, cool. I, okay. I, 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 mean, I, I mean, a little bit, you know, it, it, it does, of course it's not gonna sound like fucking 86, but I thought it sounded damn good. I was like, wow, you know, for somebody, especially, you know, broke cancer, um, and it, it didn't sound, you know, canned or Memorex or anything like that. But I thought it was really good, and I was like, I was really happy for Dave. You know, of course, I feel sorry at the same time that he's opened up for Five Finger Donkey Punch. Oh, God, that's terrible. Oh, God, yeah, that that is sickening. Who was it that he opened up for, like, a while ago that sucked, too? Uh, Disturbed, yeah. I think, right? Uh, I think it was yeah. Disturbed. I, th- I think he might have. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, because I think he's friends with that dude, because that, that dude did vocals on, like, what was it, like on Endgame or fucking 13 or one of those? Dave oh, Grant, I huh? found Endgame on vinyl, dude. Nice. Hell yeah. Well, but I, yeah, I was I was very happy uh, to see, you know, not, not only Dave healthy and playing again, you know, but uh, to hear him not sound like, you know, like it's one of those anti-smoking commercials and he's talking through a throat box or some shit, you know? Yeah, like uh, Hamilton. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what I was worried about, but... Uh, I, I thought he sounded damn good, and, and like I said, it, it didn't appear to be canned vocals, uh, and I and I watched different uh, takes of it. So happy for Dave Mustaine, man! Congratulations! Good for him. I yeah. love Dave. Yeah, it just showed he went through, yeah, what was it like, fucking seventy something treatments or something like ridiculous number. But I guess now he's declared cancer free. So good yep. for him, you know. And you know, my mother's battling cancer right now, and she's on chemo, so. Uh, you know, I, I definitely have more of a, an appreciation and understanding for what that does to you and the toll it takes on you. Um, curious to know if he's wearing a wig because my mom lost her hair. <laughs> oh my God, Ian. Speaking of that, now this is a rumor, but I heard it from two different people that do not know each other. This is going to blow your mind. Okay. Guns N' Roses was down here yesterday. They played right. some Super Bowl thing with Snoop Dogg. Right. While they were sound checking, it was a bald guy playing guitar. You know, like Slash's guitar. Turned out it was Slash. Oh. Two different people told me that Slash wears a wig. And they don't know each other. Well, the first person that told me saw it firsthand, I know him. You know, but you know, yeah, it's, it's somebody saying that. I don't know. But the n- next person that told me was somebody that knew somebody that was there that's not the person that told me and that person told them and he called me to tell me that and I was like oh my god my friend told me that yesterday so it, it must be true Slash is bald and he and that shit he wears is a wig and I saw footage today of Guns N' Roses I looked at it clearly and I looked closely at Slash and I thought that has to be the greatest wig ever made because it looks so fucking real you know, he wears the top hat and shit, but still, right. that curly thing, yeah. you know, it's like, wow, man, they've really come a long way with wigs, because I don't remember a curly wig that looked that perfect, you know what I mean? It looks perfect on him, but yeah, supposedly, well, slash the wig. It, 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 if he is bald, I mean, I, I, I could give a shit less, but I, no, I hope... It's I, 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 I hope. Yeah, right, right. Oh, yeah. But I hope it's natural. I mean, I hope it's not like a like a sickness. You know. I no, no, that. no. As I understand, it, he had kind of like, uh, well, one of them uh, told me this, not both. 
but it was kind of like, uh, you know, there's still hair on the side. I'm trying to think, like, uh, who's like somebody famous? Like, <laughs> like Bob, uh, Newhart. Bob Newhart. Like, like, like Larry, Larry from Three Stooges. No, 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 Bob Newhart. You know, Larry still had a little hair on the top. You know how Bob Newhart was completely bald with the sides he kept there? Right. Uh, like that, you know? Yeah, well, you know, he, he, he is half Jewish, so, you know. And, uh, Jews lose that's, their hair. That's true. Jews lose their lose their hair. Yeah, just like Steve <laughs> Steve Kirsch, but Steve Kirsch pulls he? it off. He's still I, a very attractive man. I never I never noticed uh, Steve. I, Steve I'm off. kidding. I'm fucking with Steve. It is getting I, a little thin though. I, I noticed he likes put, putting pictures up when he had a mullet. Nothing <laughs> to be proud of, Steve. Yeah, but Steve, Steve <laughs> used to have Steve used to have those Jew girls like Slash. You know, I went to go see the Three Tremors. Yeah. Now me being clueless about this because it's, it's kind of sad on my part and here i am bashing people about not discovering new music dude i'm watching this show and they were playing kick-ass song after kick-ass song that i was like what are these songs i didn't even know they had an album out and you know they played you know burning hell painkiller heaven and hell you know they did a couple covers but most of it was songs i didn't know that were amazing. And then at the end of the show, hey, look, we're selling CDs. I was like, CDs? Well, that, oh, that's these songs, you know? And, uh, but man, what an amazing, amazing performance this band did. They were super tight. That guy from Jag Panzer, look, I'm not going to say who was the best out of the three, because I thought all three of them are just badass. But the dude from Jag Panzer can hold that high note longer than both those guys. He was fucking great. I will say the one disturbing thing about him, though, he does that, puts his hand on his crotch and swirls his hips. I was like, oh, why are you doing that, dude? That's sexy. <laughs> I didn't like it. Well, I well, I, I've, I've heard a, I heard a Jack Pansy. Uh, are, they, are, they, are they power metal? What is that shit? Not really. I mean, it's traditional. Kind of. Tr- they're good. They're really good. I mean, they, I'm not, I'm not say- well versed in them. You would say it leads more towards traditional metal than, like, you know, uh, yeah. power metal? Yeah, okay, it cool. has some elements of power metal, but it's more traditional. Uh, Chris Broderick was in that band. I saw Jack Panzer in, at a festival in Tampa when Chris Broderick was with them. And they're a great band, you know. He, you know, he wears the whole, you know, Rob Hopper leather thing and shit. But um, it was a great, fantastic show. Uh, I got to tell Ripper about... Um, uh, my friend Rhonda, who passed away, because you know my Rhonda's last show was the Dio hologram show. Right. I got to tell him that because she loved that show so much, and I wanted to let him know. And man, he really, really was affected by what I told him. And you know, he just talked to me for a while about it. He wanted to know about her, and it was, it was very sweet. And then he went into this whole thing about you know that's why you know Wendy fights so hard for cancer, you know. But nice. you know, and uh, but uh, and 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 then Sean Peck is awesome, man. The guy from Cage. Like I have all the fucking records, and I feel so embarrassed, dude, because I got there super early, and I'm sitting there with my friend Denise, who's married. <laughs> well, she was. She she was. <laughs> no, no, I didn't do anything. Her husband's super cool too. I know him too. Anyway, and. This big muscular dude walks up to me and he goes, Hey man, are, are you in one of the bands tonight? And I was like, No. And he's like, And then he goes, Well, I'm in the band. And I'm like, What does he mean by that? I'm like, Huh? 
and then he just like touches my shoulder, ah, you know, and, and walks away. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck was that about? Turned out he was in Cage, and there I am sitting with all the records. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that was him. Oh, dude, I, I did that. I sat and got drunk with, uh, you ever heard of Baroness? No. Oh, they're, they're a pretty kick-ass band, but I, I sit there getting drunk with Baroness before the show, and I'm talking to the bartender. I was like, hey, so tell me about Baroness. I've heard about him, but I haven't heard him. She goes, well, why don't you ask the guy you've been sitting here drinking with? He's a guitar player. I was like, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Oh, there, there, there was a time I saw Forbidden, and I saw a guy who looked just like Russ, and I went up to him to get an autograph. <laughs> and it was me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit, you're his twin brother. He's like, I was like, hey, can you sign it? He's like, why? And I looked at him, and I go, well, you're in the band, right? He goes, no. And then I saw Russ <laughs> on the other side of the room. I was like, god damn, you guys are twins. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so uh, they, it was an amazing show. It was hellacious for me, though. It was a, a Super Bowl traffic and nonstop rain. It doesn't get like that in Florida. We get rain, but not like not like nonstop. It's usually just at four o'clock. <laughs> it was bad, and I left at three p.m. I got there at seven. You know, I mean, where, where was that? West Palm Beach. It would have taken an hour and a half. Is that Churchill's or? No, no, church, 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 church down here, yeah. No, a uh, place I've never been to called Respectable Street. Uh, oh. Great venue. I'm about to go there again and see Flotsam in March, I think. Oh, nice. nice. So, um, yeah, it was an amazing show. I highly recommend it. The Three Tremors come to your area, go see it. And, and don't be stupid like me and check out the music before you go see it so you can be more familiar. Because I wish I was more familiar. Because a lot of those songs were very headbanging worthy. And I'm like headbanging going, God damn, who, you know, because I thought the shit was going to be like, you know, cover songs and, you know, you know, some Priest, Cage and Jack Panzer songs, which all that was played. But I mean, only one cover song was played. I mean, two that didn't feature those people like Painkiller, Heaven and Hell. But, you know, you had Burn in Hell. You had Hell Destroyer from Cage. And I forgot the Jack Panzer song, but they were great. And they were great to meet after the show. They, you know, they just walked off stage. Went straight to the merch table and hung out with everybody, and it was fucking, it was just phenomenal. And another show I want to talk about was um, uh, Lucifer, uh, Savage Master, and a band called Overdose. Yeah, unfortunately, I had a chance to go see that show, and I passed on it. Uh, I wish I would have went, but it came down to a to a money issue. But uh, yeah, I'm glad you you enjoyed it, right? Oh man, all three bands, and they were all three different type of bands. Uh, overdose. Let me, let me, the, the overdose, because uh, I, I I was looking that up, and there's a couple bands named Overdose. Were they? Do Do you happen to know were they German or Brazilian? No, man, they're American. Okay, all right, because because no, I, I did some. I was trying to look up their albums because you recommended them, and I found a, a band from the '80s in yeah, Germany. That's- the, the Brazilian one is on this vinyl I got. It's a split with Sepultura's first uh, album, uh, Bestial right. Devastation, with Overdose. Right. right. Um, but um, no, this band, they, they used to be called Speedwolf, which is a great band. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I've heard of them. Well, they don't sound like Speedwolf now. They sound like Motorhead. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you something great the singer said on stage. Uh, some guy yelled at Motorhead. And he goes, you know, man, he got pissed. He goes, you know, man, there's like 5,000 bands out there trying to be Dark Throne, 
And there's only like five bands that sound like Motorhead. Yeah, it was just funny. He's like, Death Metal, give me a break. You never kill nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. And I'm like, holy shit, Churchill's the home of Death Metal. This guy's got balls. That's but, awesome. But they were great. They were really good. It was an awesome opening band. I was impressed. And then Savage Master, who I knew very little about. I, I've seen a, a couple clips here and there. Ooh, what a, what a hot piece of AIDS. Yeah, she's cute. And... Yeah. Uh, and oh my God, they put up a stage show. Everybody in the band wears hoods. Yeah, uh, red, like, the, red. like the mentors. <laughs> yeah, but they're red. Um, and and oh. they they just kick ass, man. They were awesome. They were very entertaining to watch. Um, you know, she brings out the sword, and uh, every member of the band has chains around their neck with a padlock, and she like yokes them during the show and yeah. shit. I like what, what I heard. What I listened to, I listened to the very first, uh, you know, because uh, through Mr. X, I got like a, a pretty good discography of theirs, of singles and EPs and full albums. And I listened to like, you know, in the very beginning, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of raw, kind of underproduced, but not too bad. But then I listened to like the newer stuff they got now. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. Like Mr. X sent me all of them and all of it I heard yesterday in my drive. Yeah. Uh, you know, I listened to Savage Master the whole ride, so I got to hear every single song. And I mean, just by judging this, I love I love all they released, but I think the new one's the best one. Yeah, but yeah, I really like there, that. There's certain songs though, like with Whips and Chains. I think is like probably the best song, which is an earlier album. But um, either way, they were fucking awesome. They were really good, really nice people. Uh, you know, hanging out with them afterwards. Uh, and uh, then Lucifer comes out. And by the way, I got there early and I hung out with the chick from Lucifer who's so gorgeous. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I got to say, though, I'm actually surprised you like them because I've been listening to Lucifer for a couple of years. How I, would I, I not? They're Sabbathy. Yeah, but I, I I guess it's like the whole uh, chick aspect. I, I, I didn't know if you would dig it or not because uh, I've, I've been into them since the first album. Uh yeah, I, I really dig it. I, I know I should have went, but uh, I, I did good with the money that I didn't spend, so I don't regret it. And But next time they come around, I'm going to go see them. Yeah, you got to see them. I mean, that girl. And what a sweet, sweet, awesome person. Nice. She's wearing a merciful face shirt, and I got a heart on. Oh, oh, yeah. I know I know you did. Yep. A classic. The one with King Diamond and the knife coming out with all blood from the sheet. And... Uh, she was just so nice and sweet. It was funny because when I went up to her, I said, can I get a picture? And dude, call me crazy. But she looked at me with a face like she wanted to do me. And I was confused because she didn't say yes or no. And I thought, uh, yeah. And then she, well, she didn't say yes or no. And then she puts her arm around me. And then, you know, because my friend's standing there with my phone. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, I'm like salivating. I mean, Swedish, blonde, my type of girl, man. What a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. What well, a gorgeous voice. You're looking very uh, charming and youthful with uh, no longer the beard, but the little Frank Zappa flavor oh, saver going on, you know? I got to say, this is hilarious. I had sex with a girl, this is funny, uh, who came up to me. i known her. I've known her for a while, but I've never had sex with her. And she goes, oh, my God, you shaved. She goes, you look so much older now. And she banged me after that. I was like, <laughs> wow, I guess I look too young with you with a little gray beard, huh? You know? <laughs> Which is odd. But anyway, um, 
they were great and they played which was cool they played sweet leaf i was like yes but the most bizarre cover song they did they did bomber which was cool too oh and nice when, when they did bomber they brought up the singer of of uh of overdose Nice. But here's a bizarre, here's a bizarre fucking cover, a kick-ass song, but you would not expect them to play it. They played Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers. <laughs> oh, nice. I love that song. And love the bass, it. the bass player of Lucifer was not there because he, he had a kid. So they hired that killer bass player from Rock and Roll Residency. And oh, really wow. fan and Gene Simmons. Yeah, fan. yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw him at the expo. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know this before I went to the show. Uh, Sisnak said, uh, "Say hi to so and so for me," and and I was like, "Oh, he's in one of the bands." Goes, "Yeah, he's playing with Lucifer and Ken Mills." And so I went up to him. And I never got to tell Chris. I did say, you know, "Hey, Chris says hi from Nashville," and I told him, "I saw you guys in Nashville and Ace Fairly Band." Blah, blah, blah. Super nice guy. What a performer that guy is. Nice. That yeah. guy. Awesome. I mean, and I'll tell you the real sick performer in Lucifer, that drummer. Holy shit. That drummer rules. I mean, rules. He's got this little tiny kit. Not like a Chuck Biscuit type rules. Right. Uh, but it was still like the same vibe because he hardly had any drums up there. Yeah. And he just fucking devoured it. Great, great, fantastic show. I'm not sure if they're still touring. I think that was one of the last dates. But they did tour around the States and... uh fucking loved it it was it was a fucking oh, nice. well, righteous I'm, night i'm glad yep oh. and I, I got two shows coming up at the casino because uh monsters of rock i'm gonna see raven on right. thursday raven in miami that's mind-blowing and yt on friday and who else madam x <laughs> i can't believe i'm gonna see wow madam yep. x madam x um uh it was sebastian Bach. <laughs> yeah lillian axe who Blew my mind when I saw them at the casino last time. And I had right. Mr. X send me their discography. And to tell you the truth, it didn't do much for me. I think they're better live. I should release a live album. Uh, 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 Richie Kotzen will be there. Uh, it's going to be a good fucking couple nights out, man. I'm, I'm getting ready to go see uh, Overkill. And I think I'm going to pay for the meet and greet. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. I yeah, got, uh, Bobby's the nicest guy. Man. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to do that. And I'll be like... Uh, you know. Who are they touring with now? I think it's another killer. Oh, uh, was in power? No, not. Um, there, there, there's so there's so many great shows that are coming up with. with I think because I'm getting confused. Like uh, Sepultura is coming, and I think Crowbar is playing with them. Uh, but there's somebody. Is it maybe Toxic Holocaust that's with fucking? Uh, no, I don't think Overkill. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's so many great bands. I've got like. There's like three shows in March and then two shows in May that I'm really looking forward to. I don't know if I'm going to make all of the uh, of the March shows. And what's funny is uh, both the ones in March, one's Soulfly and one's Sepultura. So <laughs> I get to see current Sepultura and, and you know and, and Max. Um, but the one I know for sure, because I'm kind of handpicking what I'm going to go to because I'm working so much overtime lately. And I know when I go to these shows, I'm going to take the next day off. So it's like, fuck, do I want to work overtime for straight time? Uh, this, this only applies to working people who will understand these terms. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm willing to do the overkill, I think, no matter what I'm doing. And I'm going to do the meet and greet because I, I am getting this overtime that I'll have money to pay for it. Uh, 
and I, I just I fucking love Overkill. But uh, and and and, and Sepultura is playing uh, two blocks from my house. I mean, not Sepultura, uh, Soulfly. And the Sepultura, I, I and I just got the new Sepultura, and I really dig it. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like the Dare Green, but I do. Uh, and I think that's one with Crowbar, and I, you know, I, I, every time I see Crowbar, they blow me away. So I don't know. I got some good shit coming up, but the one, the one in May that I'm really looking forward to is a newer band that I've played. Uh, I've posted their videos before on the on the combat pages. A band called Elder, which is funny because it was my most hated Kiss album, but uh, really cool, like progressive stoner kind of metal band from Boston absolutely amazing and they're playing at One Eye Jacks that uh, club I took you to in the French Quarter mm-hmm. yeah they're playing there so I was like oh fuck and it's right around my birthday so I was like oh fuck I'm going to that you know but yeah unfortunately I made a judgment call because I'm in the middle of redoing my whole apartment oh my god the next time you come to New Orleans you ain't gonna believe my apartment dude uh, who said uh, I'm coming by your house who said I'm even gonna see you I said, I said, you know uh, why? Because you're part of Ian Wadley's Rock and Metal Combat podcast. My name, my name's up on the marquee. You're the master. <laughs> there you go. But uh, yeah, those are, those are shows I'm looking forward to. Uh, but I'm glad you got to see a couple of good shows. No, I got a lot of shows coming. You know, I got the Raven. I got that. I got a Flotsam. Raven. Oh man, we had so much fun at Raven. Yeah, oh. man, I'm, I'm, I always love seeing those guys. Live. Oh man, we, we had them do the fucking commercials and yeah. fucking, fucking Bushy, who didn't know a whole lot about Raven, fell in love with them that night. Yeah. Scott Stein was there, the VIP. Yeah, but, but, but it turned out uh, Bushy didn't like the music, but he still fell in love with them. Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's like men. He's like, come on, man, fuck my mouth. It'll be like fucking a '70s Bush. <laughs> a '70s Bushy. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, man, amazing fucking couple shows I just saw. And uh, support, man. Go out there and support the shows, man. Look, go on YouTube. Check out your local bands. Uh, you might find a good one around your area and go see it. Like Wild Ride. Yeah, and, and buy a ticket so they don't have to fucking sell it themselves. Yeah. Uh, I, hope, I hope you're not doing that shit, Mitt Walking. Yeah. Be- before we move on here, though, uh, Tim... Ripper Owens just said he wants to team up with Rob Halford to cover uh, Under Pressure by Queen. What do you think I think that would be very interesting, actually. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I could think of about 3,000 other songs I'd rather hear him do. I love but, that. Uh, but I, I, I would love to hear something between Rob and, and, and Ripper. It'll probably You know, you know I, I, I love them both. And, uh, you know. I well, did ask Ripper about the KK thing. I, uh, this is other news. KK Downing was just signed. To a record label. Yeah. So I asked Ripper, hey, are you going to be on that album? He's like, yeah, you never know. I guess he doesn't know yet. But I said to him, I go, listen, man, you need to get Les Binks, KK, and whoever the hell else to tour the States, man. And then he, again, he goes, hey, you never know. I would love for that to happen, you know, but there ain't nothing in, in, in the foreseeable future. But I did get to tell him that, too. You know, I, I talked to Ripper for a while, man. That guy's very, very, extremely approachable. He's uh, very, very nice, and he loves people that, you know, that support, you know. He's, he's, a, he's a genuinely nice guy. I've met him uh, during the demolition era, too. 
He was always nice. And I started the Glorious Burn. I met him all the time. He's a very approachable. Um, I actually saw Ripper yesterday uh, before I even talked to him. I walked across the street to go to my car, and he's walking across the street. I was like, Ripper! And he turns around and goes, like, what's up, buddy? And he, like, stops in the rain. And I was like, hey, man, I, can't, I look forward to tonight. All right. And I kept walking because it's raining. You know what I mean? I want to be one of those cool fans that doesn't stop and talk to them. I figured I'll do it later, you know? But, yeah, it was, and you know, Sean and, and the guy from Jack Panther, I can't remember his name. He goes by the Tyrant. You know, that's his, like, you know, uh, stage, not stage name, but, you know, they call him that. You know, like, you know how they call uh, Ian Wadley the Boozer? Yeah. And, you know, but his name is really Ian Wadley. He's the owner of Rocky Metal Combat Podcast. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah. Copyright and I'm 2014. I'm Dr. Fuck, you know, so, you know, he's known as the tyrant. But, man, what a singer. What, all three of them, man. But now, you guys got to see the show if it comes to your area. It's so good. And they've really put in the effort in that band. Oh, my God, they were amazing. And it was really cool to see the uh, one of the lead guitar players wear a Skid Row shirt. I was like, right on. I like to see that, you know, because, you know, Skid Row is kind of like, you know, a hair band, but not really a hair band, you know. I mean, well, if you don't judge the first album. Um, but yeah, uh, I look for, oh, and I'm going to go see Ingve uh, J. Mamstein with Foghat and Lita Ford. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and Queen's Right, not Queen's Right, Jeff Tate doing all the Rage for Order. And nice. the great, great Charlie Hill got me a ticket for that. Fucking Charlie Hill, man. Holy shit. Yeah, Charlie Hill's the shit. And him, him, him and Daniela. Yep. So, what a what a power couple! I'm going to their wedding at the end of the oh, month. Oh, you are? That's awesome. Keep your fingers crossed. They invite me to the honeymoon. You know what I'm saying? They they invited me. I said I'm I'm gonna save up my money. I'll make it to the divorce party. You know? But uh, nah, I, I love those kids, man. They're <laughs> fucking awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. I, I love them. I love them. And uh, man, we 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 are very very blessed. Uh, to, to have you know listeners and friends like that, man, they're good people. Great, 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 and great people. I, and I, I went to the expo. I wish them nothing but success. What a beautiful couple, too. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be that exception where it actually works. Oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, that very rare exception where yeah. a, where a marriage and, actually. And, works. and see, their kids are going to be the ones that you want, you know, because. Because my granddaughter's got my gene in her, so you might not want that, you know. Uh, but that's not true. <laughs> Charlie's a good guy, and he doesn't wish death on people, and he doesn't think comedy is isn't pretty. So I wouldn't uh, do anything to their kids. But you're uh, oh god, yeah. I can't wait till that girl is licking my butthole. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, my granddaughter <laughs> is the spawn of me, and uh, you know, and I do run Ian Wadley's Rock and Metal Combat podcast, so. Being yeah. the star, star fucker you are, yeah, you're probably going to want some of that. Oh, I'm going to tell her, before you put your <laughs> tongue in my ass, say, Ian Wally's Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, then shove it in deep so you can taste my beef. Ouch. Ouch. What? Comedy ain't pretty. Uh, next story. Uh, How's my doo-doo, grandchild, Wally? <laughs> so, uh, the, the song I really enjoyed, but I saw you jumped on the... Uh, uh, the bandwagon of Wham. The hate the train. I know what song you're about to talk about. Yeah. Night of the Witch by Testament. Yeah. Funny you, guy that's always goofing on stupid lyrics, likes it. But then again, you're a sheep. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was fucking kick-ass. I just got bored. 
It should they should have shaved that shit down a bit. But it was great riff, great vocals. I I said positive things about it, yeah. but I just I, think it went on too long. Yeah, I, well, I was wondering that. Like, I, I saw the length. It's like you know six plus. But to me, it didn't feel like six minutes. Oh, I plus. thought it was twenty six minutes long. That's yeah. what it felt like. Yeah, see, see I, I didn't get that, but I was expecting that. When I saw that, I was like, well, that is, you know, for a thrash song, unless it's like something really epic. But when I listened to it, it just seemed to, to go by, but I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was a, a great mix of uh, classic vocals from uh, Chuck with a little bit of the growl thrown in. and uh, yeah, It was great. It was great. Also, uh, another, was- another thing I didn't mind that a lot of people seem to be complaining about is the uh, cover art. People seem of to be course, you're, like, you're such a shoot, bro. How can you possibly say that shit looks good? I don't think it was bad. I, I, I don't think it's her best. If it was Violence's album cover, you'd say it's shit. I don't know. I, I liked it. I mean, I, do I think it's as good as uh, some of the other? Like, I, one of my favorite artworks from them is uh, Dark Roots of Earth. I think I, the I, best artwork is uh, Soul of Black. That's a good one too. That's a good one too. Oh, that but uh, but no, I, I I was pleasantly surprised. No, you and weren't. I, you weren't pleasantly. That's what you were gonna say, say anyway. No matter well, what it's. Well, like. no. Well, I I was curious because I, I liked I liked uh, I liked Brotherhood of the Snake, but I thought it could have been better. Uh, but already I like Night of the Witch. Well, I I don't know. Uh, the Pale King. The Pale King was fucking amazing off that album. But uh. Compared to a lot of the stuff on Brother of the Snake, man, I thought Nightwitch was really fucking strong. Well, I gotta say, listening to that Night of the Witch, I was thinking, man, if there are more songs like this shaved down on the album, I may finally like a Testament album since The Gathering. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm really surprised, though, that you, that you didn't get more into uh, Dark Roots of Earth. I own it, too, on vinyl. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised, because I really thought... You know, I, I thought that was a... When you uh, say war, I say war. Uh, I don't fucking say. Yeah, but I, I, but I mean, the title track and fucking uh, Cold Embrace. I don't know. I really thought you would you would dig that one more because, I, I mean, I loved Formation of the Damnation, but I thought I thought Dark Roots of Earth was better than that. But, you know, teach your own. I, I, I'm to a band that's, that's, that's much more vital and important, I guess, in most people's eyes and testament. Is poison and poison just got inducted into the Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame. Apparently, people on the East Coast and West Coast of uh, Pennsylvania still say poison's gay, uh, but it's but in Central Pennsylvania, they're still eating that shit up like it's 1986. Uh, that's newsworthy. Oh my God, fucking poison! I can't believe they're still around. But the good news I is... Got, I got audio of uh, Brett Michaels uh, when he got the news. You want to hear it? Yeah. Breaky cow! <laughs> no, not in the front. Fuck me in the back. <laughs> oh, my God. I want my butt scratched. Oh, but coming soon, don't you fret. A review of Flesh and Blood. We will keep the poison oh, reviews coming. Somebody wants to donate for that one. Did he donate already? No, we we don't have donations up yet. No, but somebody said they're going to donate for that one. Yeah, yes, I, I did get a message that somebody's saying, when can I do donations again? Because uh, I want to donate for Flesh and Blood. I want to keep the poison ones coming. But uh, 
That that's one thing I, I'm gonna throw out there now, especially since I'm working all this overtime lately at work, uh, and we're so far behind on donations, uh, donation reviews from uh, Rock and Pod two and three. When we do it this year, it's gonna be very limited because I think I'm gonna I'm gonna cover my own costs just because I want to get back to doing whatever the fuck me and Ralph want to do. But Ralph's like, fuck that. These assholes are going to pay me. But we're going to have a set limit of what we're going to do. And when that's done, the the fan episodes are done. You know, well, I can't afford it. I don't own a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should try it sometime. All you got to do is put your name on it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, that will be coming soon as soon as we get some uh, acid. We can say that, right? Because since you're retired, we can say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do acid, boys and girls, when we review Poison albums. And, yeah. and it And it helps. <laughs> and, and it shows. <laughs> yeah, it does show. And you know what? I think I'm going to save a little bit of this extra uh, overtime money. Because I, I, I think I want to fly down and do that with you in person again. Because yeah. I, had, I had so much fun doing the fucking open up and say, ah, oh, that, that's... Well, well, we did we we did a rock and pod recap together, uh, and I think that's the only ones we, that we actually recorded. You know, is, is that the only one we recorded together? Like like it, you know, well, the rush one too. Okay, we did do that one together. I couldn't remember at your I, house. I mean, okay, I knew we were together when we saw it, but I couldn't remember. I I, I, I do a lot of drugs, like acid. Yeah. But oh my god. That fucking night we did fucking uh, open up and say, ah, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Lee was confused. Oh, no, that was the second album. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, my God. Good times. All I right. want to give a congratulations to the godfather of thrash, Bobby Gustafson, who is now playing with violence. Yeah. Hell yeah, Bobby. I, I, knew, I knew that would make you happy. Oh, I was ecstatic because he is and, my favorite thrash guitar player. Yeah, well, well, you know, uh, and I think he's going to add a lot to him, and I think he could add even more if he would take over on vocals. Well, hopefully, he will be in the band. As far as now, he's a fill-in, you know. Right. Let's see how that works out. It'd be nice right. if he was to join them. Right, but I, I dude, Bobby is fucking amazing. Great guy. Amazing. And check out Sing's team. Not the greatest name for a band, but the music is amazing. Yeah. And, and that, that that's another guy we got to get on the show sometime, man. I would love to have him on here. Yeah, uh, I'll come again. Here's a funny story that that uh, goes along with the episode, that's fi- the review that's finally going to come up when we're done doing this long-ass news. Uh, Richie Faulkner came out on stage with Tool in Nashville. Yeah. You saw that. Yeah, uh, Dimerd said, oh, you hate him now? And I was like, yeah, why not? Fuck it. Yeah, he's a poser. Uh, he's a scab as in S-K-K-A-B. <laughs> I don't hate him, but, you know, I was just playing along with Ron. I mean, it's kind of like, oh, I like Tool, you don't, so let me bring this up so you can, guys can hate Richie Faulkner, too. <laughs> but it was the first time that Tool ever played Eat Me Alive live. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so. Did they actually do that? No. Of course they can't. They, they're not capable of playing something like that. <laughs> they suck. All right. It's real men to play that song. 
All right. Well, here's a here's a story that uh, I was glad to see you uh, stick up for this and call it out for what it was, because you know, as, as most people know, uh, Blabbermouth is really like Breitbart, but for power metal nerds who have never fucking seen a woman's vagina. Uh, Hello. A lot, of people, a lot of people lashed out because Stephen Piercy had the balls to say, hey, I wasn't really into Rush. And the way he said it, too, was, like, very diplomatic. Yeah, he didn't say it derogatory. He didn't oh. put Rush down. He just said, ah, I wasn't really into them, but they were a great band. Yeah. You know, they were, they were great musicians, but it just wasn't my bag. And I would say, as much as I love Rush, I mean, huge huge Rush fan, man, and, and really, I mean, God, that I've been going to sleep to fucking Hemispheres every night for like two weeks. Uh, I totally get people who don't get Rush. The simply, vocals, probably. Yes, simply, simply because of the vocals. I get that. He's not everybody's bag. The same like Sean like, Killian. Yeah. And, Diamond. And, yeah, Overkill. There, there are certain bands like, hey, I get it if you don't, you know, I love Neil Young. I love Bob Dylan. If you can't stand their voice, I get it. I see, because to me, if I don't like somebody's voice, you know, it, it's it's a done deal. And some are definitely you can tell are an acquired taste. So I don't judge anybody who who says you know, like if they said Rush had no talent or, or couldn't play, then I'd be like you're clueless. But if you just say I don't like Geddy Lee's voice, I'd be like, okay, I get it, you know. But, uh, yeah, that, that's all he did. And I thought it was very ballsy for somebody to say that and not to, like, pretend to be a fake fan. Like, oh, I have every album. I've right. always been I've always been a Rush fan. Oh, I, 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 I like Hold Your Fire, you know. You know, Jesus Christ, you know. Uh, but, yeah, you know, of course, of course the fucking, uh, the tards on fucking uh, Blabbermouth had a field day with it. And I was, I was happy to see you call him out for the cock-sucking pussies they are. My favorite one was the guy going, oh, the little respect I have for Stephen Piercy is, uh, is is all the way gone now. I was like, did you even watch the interview, you fucking idiot? Oh, right. you're, you're, you're an idiot for, for the headline. Clickbait. Yeah. You know, because it just looks like Stephen Piercy was like, fuck Rush, they suck. You know, that's what it kind of looks like if you just read that headline. I mean, yeah, and the, I wasn't into them. And, you know, and that's the love-hate thing I have with Blabbermouth is I do love that there there is there is a place that you can go to that has, you know, up-to-current news because I miss, you know, I miss buying Hit Parader and Circus and Rip Magazine and Metal Maniacs and Metal Edge and all this shit. You know, uh, God, I, re I remember the anticipation waiting for the new episode, you know, go to the grocery store so you could buy that. But now you have it, like, updated multiple times during a day i love finding this news out but but to to see the comments left just you know a lot of times it's like god damn what what club do i belong to you know people make me feel like god damn i do i like any of you motherfuckers that that listen to the same music i do because you seem like a bunch of fucking morons nah, i told you that way metal metal has a bunch of idiots that's, fans. that's true it's worse now but it's always been there right I mean uh, it's worse now because now we can see comments from people all around the world where 
before we just knew a handful of idiots in the scene. Yeah, but but it, it, it's funny. Like like now now you can't even see a post. Uh, like uh, and, and it doesn't matter what the story's about and who's it about. It, it, it somehow it revolves around Bobby Blotzer or Donald Trump. Every comment, every fucking comment. Oh, Bobby Blotzer still like talked about. Well, yeah, because it's like a butt of a joke, you know. It's like, oh, oh, you know, this is what this guy thinks, but what did Bobby Blotzer say? You know? <laughs> or, <laughs> oh, that's funny. See, they yeah. are funny though. <laughs> Bobby, but uh, I, I see uh, Rats putting out a box set doing March. Uh, that is the Atlantic Years, and uh, I was like, well, fuck yeah, you know, I, I'd love to have that. Like, I'd love to have, uh, you know, like a vinyl box set of that. I think the only the only rap vinyl I have, I have uh, Invasion or Privacy on, on white vinyl. I believe it's 180. I'm not sure. It sounded really good to me. I liked it. But, uh, you know, I'm always like, well, if you're going to buy like a big encompassing box set, hopefully there's some, uh, you know, some good treats, you know, or a bonus disc or something. And for the most part, it looks like these are all like, you know, the, the, the regular albums with, uh, there might be one bonus track but it's like the single edit you know i'm like well, i could give a shit less about the single edit you know i want something i haven't heard before but if the price is right and it's on vinyl i'll purchase it i already got them all that i want yeah you know i don't have detonator and reach for the sky but i have all the other ones before that right i like to get infestation on vinyl yeah yeah that'd be I'd nice big fan of that album Hell yeah. All right, let's see. I'm looking for new stories. New stories. I mean, I, I know. Uh, speaking of box sets, Def Leppard is released in the early years. Oh, yeah. 7981, yeah. which I'm a little disappointed in because initially it was just going to be on through the night era, but they threw in Hydrite, which I'm not complaining, but in a way I am because I bought that box set that brought on through the night and Hydrite right. already, but it also brought a lot of cool little extras where this oh, one yeah. brings a full show but as far as I've read um, I don't see uh, the, the live show uh, going to be on vinyl. I think it's only going to be released on CD yeah, and I, in the box set. I mean shit. At least I, that separately because that's all I want. Yeah, no, I, I, I looked at that because I was like I, I saw that and I was like oh, <laughs> I was like <laughs> Ralph, uh, he had to pay for that one that comes with Hysteria. And now yeah. they got like the two best albums with all this extra shit. But I did the same thing as you. I scrolled down and I see all the all the like the really good shit is on just on CD. And then there's vinyl versions of the first two albums. You know what upset me more? You know what upset me more than that, Ian? What's that? Was you laughing that I bought that box set? Thanks. Back up, <laughs> this podcast you you probably didn't even buy it. I think Charlie Hill probably paid for that. <laughs> no, that one I actually bought. Oh well, now I really feel bad for you. Uh, and, and, and what really sold me was Good Morning Freedom. And even though I own Good Morning Freedom, uh, I have the Hello America single. Yeah. But right. to have Good Morning Freedom on 180 gram, you know, plus a lot of other good shit. You know, I mean, yeah. that that's a good box set. Take away hysteria. Right. Everything else on there is really but, good. Uh, no, I, I saw what they were doing with that. I saw the shit they added. I was like, now that's a Death Leopard fucking product I'd really want to buy. But then I started thinking, I was like, oh shit, well, the next one's going to be Pyromania plus hysteria. Like, uh, fuck. 
But yeah. you know, I, I, I would I would love to have Pyromania like on a 180 gram, you know, like great sounding. That's what uh, that box that I bought. It brought yeah. Pyromania 180 gram. It sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to have that. And it, it's weird. I like, love that album, man. It, it, it's weird how you see, uh, like box sets and the different configurations on on like the media uh, they're delivered in. Like, I got I got this Frank Zappa box set. Uh, it was the Halloween '77 uh, box set. It was like a series of, of four concerts he did at the Palladium in New York in 1977, around the week of Halloween. And the box set was amazing because it came with a Frank Zappa Halloween costume, like the old school, like you know, the mask with the rubber band on the back, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. and like the plastic thing you put over you. Like you know, all the kids that grew up in the '70s, '80s, you know this Halloween costume. And that, quite frankly, that's what the box set was all about, was getting that Halloween costume. I mean, the music was great, but what I love that they delivered was the actual music was on a thumb drive. And it was a thumb drive uh, shaped like a piece of Halloween candy. And and you, you, you plugged it in, and the sound quality blows away vinyl or CD. As far as like the bit rate, you know, and the purity and the context of it, I mean, there's nothing better. And, and in this day and age, like, okay, uh, most people, most, uh, if you buy a modern receiver, a modern TV, a modern Blu-ray player, everything has a USB drive. And the quality was a thousand times better than what you could get from CD. But all these Zappa fans bitched because it wasn't vinyl or CD. And most people were bitching that it wasn't on CD because they're like, I want to play it in my car. I want to do this. But even most modern cars in the stereo, there's a USB port. And to me, it's all about what's the quality of music? How does it sound? And and so many people uh, bitch that the next Zappa box set that came out they had another Zappa Halloween costume. This one even came with gloves and shit. But the physical media was on CD. I'm like, I don't want fucking CDs. It's either got to be vinyl or something technically better than vinyl. You know? Fuck CDs. I'm, I'm, I'm over CDs right now. I, I really am. Give me vinyl or something better. But you got a lot of people who don't want to give it up. You know? I love, I love CDs, so. I'd rather buy a vinyl, but I still love CDs. If it's my only choice, I don't mind. Right, but but what I'm saying though is, if you had a choice between uh, a CD and something that that actually had better sound quality, you know, it, be be it a USB or 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 a CD, wouldn't you rather have some, whatever sounds better? I mean, yeah, I mean, but yeah, but you know me, I don't know what sounds better. Well, true, true. But what what I'm saying is, you know, I'm blessed. Yeah, you are blessed with death ears. Well, there's exceptions, man. Spreading the disease, anthrax, the eighty CD, that sounded like shit. Yeah. I bought that. I bought that remastered one. It's such an improvement. And and I still think Wizard of Oz is not a good sounding album. You know, but then there's the obvious. There's How Than Hell that sounds like shit, but I think it adds charm to it. Right. And there's a couple ones I can't think of at the moment that I can tell the production's not as good, but yeah, as far as like, that's low in the mix, and I don't know what the fuck. Uh, my ears can't pick that shit up. And I think that's a good thing. Alrighty, well, this has been an epic news segment. 
But uh, before we get into uh, the Tool episode, which I'm, I'm very excited to hear because Ralph added a lot of bells and whistles to this. Yeah. You're going to uh, check, check out my editing on this, baby. But we, we do have to do in a, in a what do they call it, memorandum or in memorial. Because uh, not only did we just mourn the loss of Neil Peart, but uh, we also lost Reed Mullen from uh, Corrosion and Conformity and uh, Sean Reinhardt. From Death and Cynic, and uh, and Agora. Yeah. Oh, he was in Agora too. Uh the first album. Okay. Well, uh, let's talk about Sean Sean Reinhardt. Well, uh, uh, Sean Reinhardt. It's a shame, dude. I mean, I, I, I he's a local guy, so it kind of hits me a little harder. And you know, I've hung out with the guy a few times. Sweet, nice guy, you know. And uh, but. His drumming, I mean, I'll never forget, the first time I saw Cynic was around 89, right. 90, one of the two, at uh, Button South, and honestly, everybody in that band, uh, Master, uh, Paul Mastodon, these are fucking amazing technical players, but man, Sean, what Sean did on drums, it may not be the style of Neil Peart, but it's the same caliber of technical right. proficiency, the guy was a freak of nature on drums. He was a ma- uh, my original drummer, uh, Darth Vodka, from Opposer Holocaust, favorite drummer, you know, and I don't blame him. I mean, this guy was phenomenal. He played on uh, Human. Like, you know, you want to talk about a fucking technical death metal album. Right. Um, you, you have to know your shit. Now, when I saw, you know, I dude, I... I I, I've been searching my house high and low, can't find it. But I do have the demo on cassette that I bought the very first time I saw him. That 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 era of Cynic does not sound like Focus or whatever it was. Right, I, right, I, yeah, I night, really, night, night, day. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really keep up with uh, the later stuff. Not bashing Focus, but it's not my thing. Uh, I know a lot of people love that album. Uh, I think it was Rope from uh, our podcast. I said it's his yeah. favorite album. Yeah. But um, I thought they were just uh, unbelievably good. And it's very, it's very fucking odd how this guy died days after he had a, a perfect bill of health after a, a doctor checkup. Right. Which I think there's a mystery behind his death. Can't put my finger on exactly what happened but I don't think that guy died from just you know just dying I think there's something something went on for him to die like that if you're going to have a clean bill of health a couple days before makes no sense to me yeah but sometimes you you never know though man people just have shit happens and it's unfortunate and when you get to our age you know uh you know, I know the older I get, more people die. And and some like, oh, you saw it coming. Some you didn't. And sometimes it makes sense and sometimes it doesn't, you know. It's sad, though, man, because Paul was a good yeah. guy. Um, you know, my, my good friend, Santiago, the leader of Agora, he put up uh, on his Facebook um, the text message or, or an email, one of the two, asking him, you know, hey, you want to, you know, uh, play on this, and he just wrote back. He goes, "Yeah, dude, for you anything, man. Yeah, you, you know." And this guy is like, you know, world renowned. 
Yeah. I mean, uh, not, a lot of people may not know this, but that guy was very popular. You oh, know? yeah. You know, because they're, you know, what we were talking about earlier with Kiss Nerds and shit like that. Sure, they're not going to know about Sean Reinhardt, but, you know, we have, you know, people like um, Nitro, Glenn, Glenmeyer, right. whatever the fuck that Maiden Tard's name is. That guy keeps up with shit. Right. You know, and he he knows about that, and uh, and uh, the other guy, the the other maiden tart, uh, Al- Esterson, whatever, Estrogen, yeah. Christopher yeah. Estrogen. Yes, <laughs> these are guys that, you know, and, and and dude, just down here in the scene, you know, in South Florida, we all knew the greatness of Sean Reiner, and uh, just to hear he died was just mind blowing to me. Well, when he was brought really to my attention, because I'm definitely not. Uh, the biggest death metal fan and the death metal I like is usually the stuff that most death metal people call you know poser death metal and shit but uh, when I watched the documentary on death and they just talked about how revolutionary his drumming was it was uh, on, on the human record so that made me like reevaluate death and I listened to death with a whole new set of ears and I didn't focus on the vocals I focused on the instrumentation and I really got to enjoy death a whole lot more and appreciate the different eras of death because, you know, it's it seldom you had a different, you know, you had the same lineup on a death record. You know, usually it was... Yeah, it was a revolving you know, door. Yeah, a revolving door, but they were always quality musicians. And when I listened to Human, you know, I was like, okay, let me focus on the drummer. Like, wow. You know, and then I knew he was in this band, Cynic, but uh, I was like, okay, that's something I need to check out. Uh, but you know I'll, I'll put that on the list there's so much shit that I listen to and you know not all of it's metal you know I listen to all kinds of shit like most people uh, but after he passed away I was like okay I, I need to check out that cynic shit and wow I really love the older I mean uh, I mean, I should say the newer era the, the one that you're not like you know is into yeah, uh, I, I try too, man. I, I still I know, own Focus too. I still own. But 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 you know, I li- I listen to it, you know, purely like like I'm listening to an instrumental record, and and just hearing the drumming and hearing, I mean I mean to me he was one of those drummers like uh like a Neil Peart or uh or a Stuart Copeland, where it's it's like you know it's not just yeah, the drums. Terry Bozio. Yeah, Terry Terry Bozio. Listen, listen to the fucking Bozio. Listen to the fucking symbol work. Listen to all this. I mean, it's very, very intricate, very amazing, very uh, un-Peter Chris. Uh, now, why do you have to use him? Yeah, yeah he's a great drummer, man. Shut mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I mean, I was like, really, like, what? Like, here's another band. Like I need to delve into this because I'm I'm really into instrumentation and, and, and shit like that, and I was like, wow, here's a whole another uh, a new band that I can go check out, you know. And, and thanks to Mr. X, I, I checked it out. I'm like, man, this is amazing. And I was really happy. Uh, there's not there's not too many times I'm I'm proud of uh, the metal community because a lot of them are, are just fucking the lowest common denominator. I'm sorry, but it is. A lot of metal fans are some of the dumbest motherfuckers you will ever meet. But I, I, I saw this shit on, on uh, Blabbermouth. And I was just waiting for somebody to fucking, you know, bash him for being gay. And I, I really love that when I saw your news video that you did on, on your channel. 
the the Ralph Vieira's version of Ian Wildley's Rock and Metal Combat podcast yeah, news. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> you you sat there when you talked about it. You said, you know, his husband said this, and you didn't bat an eye. You didn't make a joke. You didn't like, you know, uh, like try to, uh, you know, single out the fact that he was gay. You said it like like it was a matter of fact. Like, okay, his husband released this and said this, and you didn't go for shock value. You didn't go for a cheap joke. You just said it what like like it was, and that's the way. Really, I mean, we all love making jokes, and we all love doing shit like that, you know. But you know, yeah. So what? The guy was gay. Whatever. He was a fucking. I, I could name fucking a thousand fucking straight drummers who who couldn't hold this guy's fucking drumsticks. So it doesn't matter what he wanted to do in his bedroom. The guy was an amazing musician, you know. And and I really I, I really loved and I was really proud of how you handled that in in your videos. So hats off to you, Ralph. I, I, Thank you, there, you I, faggot. Yeah, I think I think that was commendable. Uh, and, and a sad law, and very young too. I mean, what was he? Forty eight. Yeah, Forty six. Forty eight. Yeah. So yeah, like dude. And I, you know, I'm gonna be forty six in fucking May. I can't what? believe I can't believe uh, you all lived him. Yeah, no shit, right? Uh, but uh, man, just sad to see his passing. But you know what? He, he's he's got a bunch of amazing albums that I hope people discover. Even if you know, if you just discover it now, like me, because it piqued your interest. Check it out, man, and especially if you enjoy um, great drumming. And it's not just like, oh, you think like, oh, he was in death. I don't like death metal. Check out different eras of uh, uh, Cynic because not all of it's what you would consider death metal. You know, the, the earlier albums, yeah, it's straight up death metal. The other ones are more progressive if you like stuff like, you know, Fate's Warning or Dream Theater. You know, it's not as, you know, you know, pun... You know, part of what I'm going to say, gay is dream theater. But, uh, you know, definitely on the progressive side, but just amazing. If you like good drummers, he, he's right up there, man. Amazing. Yeah, no, he's one of the greatest drummers ever. He's up there with, right. to me, Neil Peart. He's he's as awesome as Neil Peart. Just, it's just different. Right. You know, Neil Peart wasn't really a double bass guy where this guy was just, like, phenomenal. And, uh... And, and then we got to go on to another one that, that that's really sad, and and something that hits me uh, as a drinker, as a man that that loves to partake in the sauce, and that is the the passing of Reed Mullen of uh, Corrosion and Conformity. And uh, man, that sucks. I've I've seen COC live; they were fucking amazing, and. Uh, you know, I, I'm like you, Ralph. I, I, I'm a casual fan. I mean, I love COC, but they're not one of like you know my go-to bands. But I like what they do, and I love how they they had different eras. Like, uh, you know, I, I think you and me both agree. Uh, was it technicality? Tec- I, I got that. How you pronounce it? That that that's my favorite COC album. But but I gotta say, you know, uh, which is rare for me in my case. Like Cynic, you know, I like the early shit, but I couldn't really get into the focused era and beyond because it's just so different. Where COC, with Deliverance and Blind, it was completely different, and I still dug it. I like oh, both yeah. eras. Oh, I thought yeah. both eras were great. But, but they are night and day. And, yeah, and, they're definitely but, different. And, and what's awesome about Reed is Reed could pull both of them off musically. Yeah, you know, I, he's I mean, a great drummer, too. I, I saw him live. 
I mean, he could handle like you know the the earlier that's more like punk and hardcore. He did that awesome, and you could tell like you know for that genre of music that by and large you don't have to be technically advanced to play. He did it perfect. But then you know when they changed him more of like a Sabbathy vibe and a stoner rock vibe, you know he could pull off the Bill Ward type shit just as well as he pulled off the hardcore era, and uh, you know and, and just just a really good drummer and a cool band. But apparently, man, his his drinking just like you know totally sidelined him. Where this last run of COC, you know. Uh, Pepper joined back full time. They put out the the album a couple years ago that I thought was really strong. Uh, but this guy started having like alcohol induced seizures. Did he play and, on the last album? Yeah, he played on it, but he didn't do the tour. Okay. He didn't do the tour because he was having so much difficulty. But it was because of his drinking. And you know, one thing I I want to stress to our audience, you know, I was doing the thing like yeah. I'm the Ayatollah alcohola, you know, and, you know, I like to partake before we, you know, we do the episodes. Or else don't, we don't do an episode. <laughs> Not always. I've done sober episodes. Yeah, when, but, you went, when you went dry for a little bit. Yeah, but... Uh, that but, don't count. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I, I was just telling Ralph, I was like, fuck, we're, we're doing news finally for this Tool episode that we recorded weeks ago. I've, I've had one drink in the two weeks in between we've, we've been doing this. Like, I like to party, but I'm, I'm like a weekend warrior, you know? Uh, or the rare thing, like, we do it during the week. I'm like, all right, I'll have a drink now. But I don't drink every fucking day. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that guy. Like, I get fucked up. You, you guys hear me fucked up on the show. I'm not fucked up every day. I, I, I do a job that I can't be fucked up every day. And that's that's no way to live. I like to party. I like to do shit. But you got to do it. You got to do everything in fucking moderation. Or you're going to burn out too fucking quick. And uh, it's sad because it seems like this guy just couldn't stop fucking drinking. And I, I like I said, I, I know to you guys, and especially I want to get this out to our younger listeners. Yeah, on the Ayatollah alcohol, I do all this. I, I'm not drunk every fucking day. But when Ralph sees me, I'm drunk always because I'm on vacation or it's fucking, you know, rocket pods. So <laughs> I'm drunk 24-7. You wake up to a beer. Yeah, right. Right. When, when in Rome, you know. But not every day because you cannot sustain like that. I don't care what you do. I don't care if it's drinking or cocaine or well, like, like weed. You could probably smoke all the time and not, you know, nobody's ever OD'd from weed, you know. I used to love weed. It's doing nothing for me no more. Yeah, I, I know. It just makes me paranoid. And, and sleepy. Yeah, and, and sad. You know, I love Coke, but uh, it makes my dick not get hard, and it costs a lot of money. I love Coke, but my bank account don't. Yeah, I hear that. But, um, but yeah, what, I, what I'm saying, though, is, like, you know, we glorify a lifestyle and a party thing here, but it's not something you can do every day or you end up dead like Reed Mullen. You know, and, it, well, and it's, it's, it sucks, you know, it sucks. Of, look, look, and not to make light of this, because I'm not, I think it's very sad that he passed away, but man, I got to say that people talk about Keith Richards. Right. I don't know, man. I think Vince Neal's kind of a Keith Richards, man. Cause that guy, did you see that recent video I put up? Oh, I loved it. 
Holy no, fuck! Hey, hey, big four out of you, man. You feel good and all of that. But here's here's the thing. I mean, that guy is still alive. Yeah, That's yeah, but but, but he, he's but, Keith but he, Richards, man. Yeah, but he's a lot younger than Keith Richards. And and here's the thing, like Keith Richards, you, you know, you, you see all this Keith Richards shit. But Keith Richards gave up heroin a long time ago. Keith Richards gave up heroin in yeah, the fuck, in that fucking early yeah. '80s. Yeah, when and he I, was and, younger than Vince Neil. Right now, and, right, and I I do know friends uh, who have partied with him here in New Orleans, and he was doing coke in his fucking sixties. You know, <laughs> but That's as, dangerous, man. but as far as heroin, he gave it up a long time ago, and and now it's more like you know people talk about the legend of of. Keith Richards of a past, and he plays that shit up, dude. He's not fucked up twenty four seven. There's no way. No, you know, but, but that guy, that guy chain smokes. Look how he talks. Right, but but some. Hey, look, George Burns smoked cigars like a chimney and lived to be a hundred. Some people have it genetically. Some people don't. And it's I a think, and I think Vince has it genetically. It's a roll of the dice. But the the problem with Vince. And, you know, hey, as I've got older, I put on weight that I'm trying to lose. Vince, Vince, between his weight and his drinking, could very soon have, you know, he could he could develop diabetes, he could develop all kinds of different shit. But he hasn't. That's the miracle. Well, well, you, you know what you know, and you don't what you don't. He could have a lot of health problems that we don't know about, because no, nobody's on blabbermouth to say I love Trump and, and Vince has fucking this and that. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Ian. If you have bad health, no no, no uh, promoter or no like uh, Live Nation will book a show. You have to have, you have to be healthy enough to, to do shows. So right. And, and what did Live Nation say? Vince Neil has to lose weight before. Yes, he... they did, but they also booked the shows, which means he did go through the, the checkup thing. Right, yeah. uh, but so, but also what Live Nation knows is Vince Neil can get out there and half sing any of those songs, and the fucking retards that are going to this tour won't give a shit anyway. Yeah, no. As long, it, 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 as long as his fat ass is on stage, and he's like, kicks <laughs> down. As long as you got enough pyro on stage, Johnny Bogan's gonna have a heart on and won't care. You know, <laughs> you know they're, they're they're not gonna care about quality of performance. You know, if you don't care about quality of music, you're not gonna care about quality of performance. You know, that guy was great. Theater pain tour, shot at the devil tour. Right. He was and, awesome. You know, and my thing, you know, like you they said, they were all, awesome. All, all the people, you know, that 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 fat shame and and do all this. You know, it's Fuck like them. I don't, yeah, I'm yeah. Not hey, hey, Vince Neil. Is almost sixty. How many people do you know that are sixty that probably look worse than him? Not everybody has that whatever gene that Tommy Lee and Nikki have that make them. You know, they they never gained a pound. Uh, you know, they, well, Nikki has. Nikki does work out. He got fat there for a while. Yeah, but but you know what I mean. But most people, most people, Nikki Six's age do not look like Nikki Six. Right. He's hot. Yeah, he is hot. He's, he's he's like Rob Lowe. He doesn't get old, you know. I'm part of this Motley Crue group on Facebook, and for pure comedy, the shit these guys say. I mean, well, not guys. It's all girls. 
It's like, you can tell they can give a fuck how good mu- the music is. They just constantly post pictures of them, how hot he is. They never talk about the music. Yeah, you know how you can tell they don't give a fuck about the music? They're a Motley Crue fan. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's like saying, oh, I, I believe in integrity, but I'm a Kiss fan. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen. Doesn't you're, happen. You're, you know, you know why you hate Kiss so much. I, I just realized this right now. Why is that? Why is that? And, and it's the total legitimate reason. I can understand why you would hate Kiss. Because uh, Paul Stanley's your favorite member. I'd hate him too if that was the deal. Yeah, he is my favorite member. Yeah, man, I'd hate Kiss if that was my favorite member. Yeah. That's why you drink so much too, because of Paul Stanley being your favorite member. You know, and, th- and, th- and that's a, the funny thing. And I'm, I'm thinking about doing this at Rock and Pop. So uh, I told you I'm I'm totally redoing my apartment, man. I've repainted. I'm doing all this, putting in new floors and all this shit, and redecorate. And I've got all this kiss shit. I'm like, I don't even want to put this shit back up on my walls anymore. You know, it's like, God damn it! I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm 46 years old. There's about a thousand other things I'd rather have on my wall than a picture of these fucking idiots and fucking makeup. <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking think- at one thing I have. I, there's two things I have. No, wait. One, no, you, two, three, four. You have the most perfect kiss thing. You have a garbage can. That, that's what kiss yeah. deserves, a fucking garbage can. But on my wall, I got the Ace Fraley signed poster. And there's a couple things that I put up since you've been here. But I, I'm thinking about bringing a lot of my kiss shit to... Uh, to rock and pod this year and giving it away to the fans. Oh fuck! Know? Give it to me, man. Fuck you! Fuck you! Come you're on. already you're already rich. You're on Ian Wadley's Rock and Metal Combat podcast. <laughs> I, I, I want to give it to these poor bastards that that actually like these horrible albums that you put you know that that you make battle each fucking goddamn Psycho Circus versus fucking Peter Chris. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, I'm running out. I'm running out of kiss albums. <laughs> oh, I like I said. I saw that the same day as Peter Chris. Good, who bad? And I just like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Fuck the internet. Fuck everybody. I'm like, Here, I'll Jesus. piss you off. I'll piss you off some more. I think I believe uh, it's up to two thousand views. <laughs> oh, I I know that people people like are are, are so interested in like. Two of the worst albums of all fucking time. Well, they don't think that. I gotta know who wins. You know, but yeah, that, that that's, that's awesome. so sad. But that that's the world I live in, and I'm like, Jesus fucking. You Christ. gotta admit though, man, I came up with a great idea. Track by track rules. No, I, dude, I, I I love it. I love it. But that that people actually give a shit about the difference between two fucking turds like that. You know what? You know what I'd really like to see is like, fucking. Uh, you know, Savage Master go up against fucking Lucifer. Well, dude, I'd make track by track by different bands, too. Right, know? right. No, 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 no. That's awesome. But you know what? If you did track by track Lucifer uh, against Savage Master, fucking 30 people would check it out. Coming soon, Hemispheres versus, I believe that, it was Fairwater King. That's the thing. Like, we talked about, like, fucking Kiss, dude. Uh, like, like, you... Admittedly, admittedly, they are like your 15th favorite band. There's yeah. so many other bands that you love much more than that. Yeah. But you know, you know what? You know who's gonna tune in? Who is dumb enough to tune into everything you fucking do? You can say Ace Frehley took a shit today. I'm gonna talk about it, and people will tune in. You talk about good bands. Well, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. Well, if, I, well, if I don't, if I don't hear shit, I already know about Kiss. Like, 
what the fuck? What no, the fuck no. now am I gonna find out about Kiss that I don't already know? You have a point, but also there's a double-edged sword to it. Since I've changed my page, where it's not just Kiss anymore, I have brought in, a, well, a lot of people have discovered me that don't like Kiss. And that are you and all my other shit. And leaving a lot of comments. And what was it that I did? Um, oh, fuck. What I, oh, Riot. I did a, a, a tribute to Mark Real. Or as some idiot pickle whistle left. It's reality. Jesus Christ. That's how he wrote it. It's reality. But hey, the way it's spelled, R-E-A-L. R-E-A-L. Sounds like real to me. And I've heard many people say real. You know, okay. It's like, you know, when somebody goes, oh my God, it's freely, not freely. You know, it's like, shut the fuck up. Well, anyway, I'm just getting a, a, an influx. And the and that riot tribute I put up, Man, I was quite surprised how many people out there were thanking me about, man, this is a band I grew up with. I love Riot. Not a lot of people talk about them. Thank you. You know, and, and you know, I mean, I do, I do, I do have an influx of people that are, and believe me, there's a lot of Kiss haters on my YouTube page now. Uh, case good. in point, one of our favorite, if not the most fanatical fan of Ian Watley's Rock and Metal Combat podcast, uh, that's part of uh, the YouTube page. His name is James West. That guy, you know what he just wrote yesterday? Dude, is there a new episode this weekend at least? Like he's dying for a new one. Um, that guy hates Kiss. And he's constantly like, you know, he's like... Oh, I, I didn't know that about James West. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. oh, oh I like him even he more. Al he always uses Black Sabbath as a reference point when it comes to Kiss guys. Okay. Oh, oh. Kiss, Sabbath rules. That's another thing I want to bring up. Okay, okay. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say, okay, sorry about the passing of Neil Peart, uh, Sean Reinhart, and Reed Mullen. Uh, but before we get into this review, God damn, it's been some long news, but good as fuck. Uh, here's an interesting thing I saw a lot of people debating about on our Facebook page. You see that thing? Who's more popular? Led Zeppelin oh, or yeah, Black Sabbath? Led Zeppelin. Give me a break. Yeah, give me a fuck. And the and here's the question: Who's more popular? It's not better. Who is more popular? Hands down, it's Zeppelin. Yeah, and the Stones are more popular than Sabbath, and yeah. shit, even U2 is more popular than the Sabbath. You know, come on, let's get yeah. real here. But I, I saw a lot of people get upset, like, how dare you say that and shit? And I'm like, yeah, but look at the question. I'm not saying who's better. And and to tell you the truth. Uh, I don't know. I'd be hard pressed if I had to think about it because I do hold Zeppelin in high esteem as, as much as I do Sabbath. But the question was, who's more popular? There, it's undeniable. It's Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Not only record sales, but radio sales. If you ask the standard person on the street, more people know Led Zeppelin than they do fucking Black Sabbath. And that was the question: Who is more popular? Not who's better. Who's 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 better is strictly interpretation, strictly a matter of taste. But who's pop more popular? Now that is something that that's, can be proved. That's factual. Yeah, it's like, that, it's like the Big Four. Yeah, that's undeniable. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, a great example. A lot of people will fucking lose their shit over the Big Four. Uh, testament should be on. Testament yeah, yeah, sell as much. Yeah, Exodus should be in there. Exodus didn't sell shit. Overkill should be there. Death Angel, all this stuff. 
It's not a question. It's called the big four, not the best four. Yeah. You know, those were the biggest selling four acts of thrash metal in the 80s. And that's undeniable. It's undeniable. That That's fact proven. Who sold more? It doesn't matter how they got there, who their PR team was, or what label was behind them. If you're asking the big ones, that was the big ones. And we all love bands that are underground and stuff like that. That, that probably mean more to us than popular bands. But God damn it, Led Zeppelin is like Beatles, Stones level, huge. Yep. Known world around. You hear them if you turn on a fucking radio station. Uh, you're going to hear all day long. Zeppelin murders Black Sabbath as far as popularity. has nothing to do with the quality of the music. You know, I went, I went, I would, okay, to be quite honest, I would say eight years. I went eight years in my 20s without listening to a Led Zeppelin album. Damn, damn, that's not good. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah, but it was because of classic rock radio, because I worked construction where on, on the job during the day, uh, you would have a radio, and if you were lucky, it was turned on to classic rock and not, you know, a country station. But, you know, 99% of the time it was on classic rock. But, you know, it, get the lead out at 10 o'clock, get the lead out at noon, get the lead out at 3. You know, it's just like, when you hear this shit all day long while you're working, the last thing you want to do is go home and listen to a fucking Zeppelin album. And it just got to where it's like, fuck, I don't even want to hear any fucking Zeppelin. And then when I got out of, like, you know, construction sites, you know, I was like, okay. Then I would go back and listen to, to a Zeppelin as an album, which is how I prefer shit. That's why I hate fucking Spotify. You know, I'm not, a, like, a song guy. I'm an album guy. You, you know? can't listen to albums on Spotify? Well, I mean, I mean you might. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. But to me, the people who use Spotify are the people like, oh, I want to hear this track. And then I want to hear that track. And a lot of people have sent me hate mail about how I talk about Spotify. But I'm like, fuck you. Uh, you know, like like when I, when I put shit on my phone, like I have like a fucking 256 SD card on my phone. I'm about ready to get a 512. I don't put songs on my phone. I put albums. And I'm not saying I don't always put my shit on shuffle, because sometimes I do. But I'm an album guy. I like to listen to an album. I don't want to hear the fucking hit single. I don't want to hear this. I don't cherry pick songs. I put on albums. I enjoy listening to an album as a work of art, as a piece of music. Uh, but, you know, I finally got back to a point where I could listen to, to Zeppelin and not be like, just like, oh, God, I don't want to hear that again. Like, I... I I love Leonard Skinner, but living in fucking Central Florida for 12 years, there's a period of time I didn't want to hear it. I heard like six Skinner songs five days a week for 12 years. I never in my life want to hear Sweet Home Alabama again. Just because oh, it's, you know, I just. I never liked that song. No, yeah, yeah, it wasn't my favorite to begin with, but beating my fucking head. But as, as most like true Skinner fans know, you know. God damn, but do I love to hear Ballad of Curtis Lowe and stuff like that? Shit that's not beat into your head a million fucking times. It still feels special. You know? I gotta say, man, speaking of Leonard Skinner, 
Man, I saw that documentary uh, that, that Showtime brought out. Oh, my God. It's one of the greatest documentaries ever made. Uh, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. It is so good. It, is this new? Is this new? It came out last year, um, but I viewed it, and it was unbelievably good. It's called If I Leave Here Tomorrow. Ask Mr. X if you can get Man. All right. So, I'll look it up. So well made. So many stories I didn't know. Um, you know, a lot of killer Ronnie Van Zandt. So I'm not going to give none of it away, but... Do you know the infamous picture of Alan Collins with a monkey drinking Jack Daniels on his lap? No. no. Well, well, there's a cool picture of that. Well, they explain that story, which is so cool. And all the horrible things that Alan Collins went through in his life. And, oh, my God, just everything. Yeah, you know? yeah he had a rough one. I do know that. Oh, my God, you know. And, and dude, everybody, even Gary Rossington, you know, uh, whiskey bottle, brand new car, oak tree, you're in my way. That's uh, that's that's when fucking uh, Gary Rossin just crashed right into a, a, a an oak tree. My dad's know? my dad's favorite Leonard Skinner song, by the way. That smell. That was my dad's favorite Leonard Skinner song. A great tune. Yeah, but you know that one's a little suffering because of classic rock. Yeah, well, see, Radio. that that one doesn't bother me. There, there's no, certain... it doesn't. I'm just a little bit. I, right. A right. little play, played out. A little bit. Right. You know, I know a little. Play. Yeah. One of my favorite Skinner songs. I mean, you want to talk about a song that's Taylor made for classic rock radio? Well, like, just on the hunt. Well, like like, like, like Freebird. Free, I still love Freebird, but goddamn, Sweet Home Alabama. Oh my god, I never want to hear that. I think Freebird is the greatest Leonard Skinner song. It, as played out as it is, I think it's the best song. And you know me, I'm a hardcore Skinner fan. But I got I got to say that. That song made me cry. And I, I, I got to say, the, the, the one that I was the most disappointed in with Skinner was uh, I'll Never Dream. Because I never I never heard that. I, I didn't have Street Fighter. Oh, what Survivor. a great song. What a great I, I, I never heard that until I heard uh, Black Label's cover. They and did then, a good cover. It's a great cover. And, and, and then I heard Skinner's, and I was like, this is a piece of shit. I'm like, fucking... Black Label's fucking murders oh, Leonard nuts. Skinner. Oh, nuts. it's so much better. So oh, much better. No way. Well, oh. timeline. Yeah, I grew time, up with that one. Time Timeline, but oh, man. Oh, but it's a great cover. They do a great cover. I, 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 I was so excited to hear it after I heard oh, Black... Oh, man. The after, way Ronnie sings that song? Oh, yeah, but... but, oh. but to but to me, to, to, to me, it's night and day like music. Uh, you know, like... Uh, you know, I never dreamed on 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 Street Survivors is more like kind of hillbilly and jumpy, where uh, where I found Black Labels was more sprawling and epic yeah, and the guitar it, it playing. And, and, and man, when I heard that guitar playing, I was like, oh man, I want to hear Gary Rostin play this. And it was a totally different tempo and all this shit. I was like, what the fuck is this? Fucking this sounds like fucking fourth rate fucking 38 special you know oh my god i was so disappointed but you know <laughs> you're stupid oh re- really oh man I, actually I don't know. it was released in 2018 so this is actually two years old if i leave here tomorrow but you gotta see this dude it's oh, so yeah cool. i'll check it out all right well one thing i'll say about this is like okay comparing versions of i never dreamed like to me It'd be like comparing uh, "You Keep Me Hanging On" 
by uh, the Supremes versus the Vanilla Fudge. And and I, I think, you know, like I never dreamed would, would be Skinner doing the Supremes, but fucking Black Label doing uh, Vanilla Fudge. You know, I, you know, and, and Zach's done some great covers. He's done some shitty ones. Like, I remember being so excited about him doing Junior's Eyes. One of my favorite all-time Black Sabbath songs. Top 10 song for me. When oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Bo- borderline top five. Dude, that's how much I love Junior's Eyes. And when I heard he was going to cover it, I was like, oh, my God. This is going to be amazing. One of the worst covers I've ever heard in my fucking life. Oh my God! His version of Junior's Eyes was was really, really just that that you just added how much more I'd rather see Jakey e. Lee playing with Ozzy. My my favorite cover Zach's ever done, and I still don't think it's better than the original, but it's my favorite is Going to California. That is phenomenal. Oh yeah, that that, that is a great cover. But he he, does, he doesn't fuck with it that much. Well, vocal wise, he does. But uh, but with, with with I never dreamed he he changed the whole structure of that song and made it good. I don't uh, think he sings it. He delivers it emotionally as well as Ronnie did, though. I love his version, but I just think Ronnie's voice on that song it just makes it better to me. Yeah, well, it, I, I, I grew up with it. Though, I, 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 yeah, you grew up with it, and you're much more of a Skinner. No, band but when I heard I when I heard the Black Label version, I was like, "Fuck yeah, that was good." That was really good. Yeah. I love it. I do and, love it. And, and that's the thing, you know, you and me, I, of course we disagree on so much more. But, like, when it comes to to 70s, I'm more of the blues guy. You're more of the southern rock guy. Yeah. You and, know, and, and corporate rock. Yeah, and, and corporate rock. And, you know, and, I, and it, when it comes to 80s, I love corporate cock. You know, so you're like, uh, yeah, you just like eighty, the eighties, as I call. Oh, them. I fucking love the. 80s. <laughs> I love, I love, I love the eighties up to eighty four. Then it became the eighties. Now, now, how do you, how do you feel about seventies uh, pop? Are are you much? There's more a stuff? man. I'd say like eighty percent of it I love, but uh, you know, timeline, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I agree. No, no, there's I'm, some songs like I, I, break I, them I, my heart and shit like that. Oh, I, I love that shit. Oh, I don't like it. But uh, I mean, I I love seventies pop too. I mean, I love pop music in general through the eighties. You know, the nineties it got really spotty. But but like you know, sixties, seventies, eighties pop music, I'm I'm a sucker for. Uh, but yeah, there there is a thing like timeline. But you know, and then there's musical genres. Like I like the blues more than you like the blues. You like southern rock more than I like southern rock. You know, so difference in opinions, but. Man, this has been a long news segment, and uh, this is going to be for you people loving these epic uh, episodes. And that's funny. When we start doing them, we're like, oh, I wonder how people are going to like these. And a lot of people loved them. And I remember maybe it was the Weezer that was a little bit shorter, and everybody's like, where's the long episode? Well, not, not every episode can be four hours. It depends on our schedule and, and where where the stories of the week take us. Uh, but we're glad that, you know, I, I for one, am, am super glad in this era of fucking YouTube clips where, like, oh, if it's longer than 15 minutes, I don't have time for it, that you people can enjoy uh, when these episodes just go on forever. This is going to be one. I'm very excited to hear what Ralph did with this one, even though he's going to make fun of a band and an album that I love. Uh 
But without further ado, here is our review of Tools Anemia. The year was 1990. Who gives a fuck? What year, Ian? 1996. Nin- man, that was the year that Kiss got back together. The better band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, laugh all you want, funny boy. At least they wrote songs. <laughs> Fucking crap. What the fuck, man? Seriously? Oh, Tool with Enema. Yeah, we're going to review Enema. That's what this fucking album is, like an enema to the ears. Shit poured out of my ears hearing this shit. This is fucking terrible. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's your review. (laughs) So I remember first hearing this like earlier today. (laughs) And it was it was such a chore listening to this. It was like, what song are we on now? It's like everything sounds the same. I see zero talent in this band. Zero. Wow. I I can get together with my band and write this shit. Look, everybody, write the same repetitious riff, tune down a little bit, and I'll just sing nonsense. And and I can do a fucking song. I can do a tool song. This is this takes zero talent. I want to. I want to hear this. I want to hear uh, one of your plethora of bands record a tool song. That would that would be fantastic. Would you like Would you like me to hear? Uh, would you like me to sing a song right now? How how it would go? Uh huh. A simple man who walks a line, continues miles he left behind. A circle marble makes him sick. Stuffed his mouth with many penises. <laughs> You see what I did there? I could have said dick, but I'm being anti... What is it called? Avant-garde. <laughs> this fucking... Oh, my God. It, it, the, the way this, this guy is always singing this... Oh, my... Oh, oh my Lord. Hey, hi, Tool fans. You just met your fucking nightmare, me. You fucking putz. Fuck you. Well, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're a fan of the EP, correct? Love it. Love that first EP. And I heard that, like, way after that stupid Sober song. A friend of mine, Blider, turned me out to it. And I was like, damn, this sounds good. This doesn't sound like that crap. Really? Because I, I can't hear the, the difference, me. I, mean, I can. It, it, okay. that, dude, it's heavy. You know what? It's been years. But I remember there was some heavy tracks on it. Can't say I liked it all, but... There was some good shit on there. Not like this crap. This is fucking bad. I mean, really bad, dude. And I, you know what? And I was kind of like, kind of like, you know, hopeful. You know, like I was, I was optimistic when I put this on going, you know, maybe, you know, I don't think I'm going to like the album, but maybe I'll find a song or two. I was really hoping I would. Spoiler alert. You know, this is. Just wow. one shit song after the other. Not not one song on here you like. Huh? Not one. Wow. There was there was one that it was like okay this sounds okay, and then like you know thirty seconds like maybe like not even a minute into it it went to shit, and then you know I think there was another song on here that I was like all right this riff's pretty good, and then after like twenty times hearing the riff I was like yeah this sucks, you know they should have stopped and changed the riff around. 
I think. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm kind of like, you know, after I listened to this, I put on Cheap Trick at Budokan. And I felt better. But before I put Cheap Trick on Budokan, I went on Facebook and told all two fans, fuck you. And then I apologized. Because so, it, it just made me very upset. So it's safe to say you only listened to this album once rather than... Uh, Not even <laughs> all of it, man. That last wow. song, 13-minute song, come on, man. I was like, come on, really? Like, it's going to get any better? You know, after like four minutes, I was like, enough. And so I didn't hear the last song in its entirety. It was enough. I just had enough. God, man. Music makes me happy and very pissed at the same time. Well, no, that's not true because this ain't music. This is not music. There's a bunch of fucking avant-garde idiots getting together, just fucking doing stuff, and people eat the shit up. So you you don't uh, you didn't hear any uh, incredible drumming or bass playing on this, you know? I, I mean I can see somebody like uh, with the detuned guitars and stuff. Like if that's not your thing, I could see that being a distraction. But uh, you got nothing out of the bass playing and 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 the drumming. Well, maybe if I listen to it again, which is a fucking no way I'll do that. But maybe if I listen to it without focusing on songs. I could probably hear it. But the songs are just so crappy, it distracted everything going on. It was just like... And if and if it is incredible bass playing and drumming, then they don't know how to switch shit up. Okay. <laughs> Fuck this thing. Uh, when, when did you first discover them? Probably with with Undertow? Because you said yeah. you heard Opiate later, huh? I saw, I, I saw the, the, the Claymation video to Sober on right. Headbangers Ball. And you didn't and, like that? Oh my god, that shit's terrible. Okay, fucking boring. It's not music, dude. This ain't music, man. There's no hooks. There's nothing. And I like music without hooks. I like Pink Floyd. <laughs> violence. Violence. Well, yeah, violence has no hooks. You're right. Good yeah. example, Ian. Violence is awesome. This is not. <laughs> this is fucking garbage. I said it. I said it as they would say. Because they they are avant-garde. Out, out of curiosity, uh, I, I know you love Pink Floyd. Are you a fan of pre-Dark Side Pink Floyd? Yes. Okay. I love uh, Piper the Gates of Dawn. Wow. Some okay. of it later on, on like uh, Uma Guma. You know, it's like a little too much soundtrack music on that shit. Right. That was kind of like you know whatever. Uh, but you know the Nile song is a badass. You know. They had good songs all the way through, and I'm a big fan of uh, uh, metal. Yeah, great album. And, yeah, great, great album. Especially um, that song. Um, oh, what is it? Metal is uh, that whole second side. Echoes. Echoes. Oh my god, that song's so good. And one of these days, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, but I do not like Pink Floyd after Roger Waters left. Oh that well, that shit was yeah. garbage. Yeah, Terrence, you hear that? Yeah, that That's was like fruit music for like fruits. I, yeah, I believe uh, the members of Tool joined them after that. Ouch! Yeah, Ouch. fuck that. Ouch. Okay, so uh, Pink fraud. Yeah, you damn right about that. I, 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 I should copyright that shit. <laughs> Pink fraud. Did you come up with that? Yeah. All right, cool. I like that. That and pickle whistle. <laughs> I took yeah. the glory from that. I totally like uh, pulled a Sharon Osbourne there. I pulled an Aussie on that Bark of the Moon era. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So uh, okay, so you heard 
the Undertow album, or, or at least the singles. That did nothing for you. Your friend turned you on to the EP, and you at least liked some of it. Yeah. Uh, and then I think it's safe to say you just checked out, and you never checked out on either yeah, other no, shit. Yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't even, I didn't even bother. I, you know, yeah. I've, I've heard a couple things here and there, and it was just the same shit. It's like, why do I even have to look into this? But, dude, we had to do donations. Say what? Who's that prick that asked me for, for answer to this? Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that'd be Josh hey, Hill. By, yeah, by <laughs> the way, everybody, here's a public service announcement. For all the people in the future that want to donate, if you want your episode up quickly, please don't ask for shit like this. That's why it's taken so long for stuff like this to come up. You know, because... Ian did not want to do this because he knows I was going to be like a fucking baby. And I am. I'm a fucking little fucking crybaby bitch when it comes to shit like this and The Cure and The Fun House and The Stooges. What was that other one that was terrible that we did in Eastland? That was really bad. What was the last one we did? Other than, you know, before the Neil Peart one. I think it was pretty bad, whatever the fuck it was. I was don't know. Bad. I don't listen to this show. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'm trying to think of Nah, we did King Diamond and you liked that We did Violence and you liked that Yeah, but there was one we did after those What was it? Now I'm going to have to go check Uh, Testament maybe? No, and I I like that one I like that more than you did Oh, that's right, that's right You know? Hmm We did one, I'm going to look it up now It was probably, I think it was the episode we did before The Neil Perk thing uh, I, thought, I thought that was Exodus. Was it? Yeah, you're right. King Diamond, Stadium, uh, Souls of Black. Uh, God damn. Look at all these good albums. <laughs> I could have sworn we'd done one. Um, yeah, I, I think this just has you so upset you're, you're, you're imagining shit. <laughs> yeah, I think I am because I could have sworn we did. Oh, I know what it was. What, uh, we haven't aired yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it didn't upset me not even half as much. Yeah, I was going to say. And I I didn't even get pissed at that one. But yeah, I didn't like it. Right, I feel you. Well, I can say it's Weezer. It's already up. Yeah, yeah. Last week's episode, you know? Yeah. But at least least they're songs. They're not good songs, but at least they're songs. At least they (laughs) put effort. Have have you checked out any of that, uh, the Weezer Mr. X sent you? Not yet, not yet. I'll I'll get around to it. All righty. Well, uh, there, there you go. That, that's your hatred of Tool. Uh, now, I, like like most people, discovered them with uh, Undertow. And I, I dug it right off the bat. Uh, yeah. I, I liked them. Uh, loved the, the, you know, prison sex and, uh, and sober. You, you love prison sex? Uh, I do. Big fan. Big when fan. Even when Don't, you're sober. Yeah, well... Uh, I, I like to have a little, uh, you know, wine, uh, or a little raisin wine, you know, jailhouse hooch, you know. Hey, by the way, let me let me throw a little news in here. Right. That 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 idiot, that 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 mumble rapper, that paints his face, Tech Nine, whatever, sixty nine, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, that piece of shit. Yeah, he he just asked the judge to give him house arrest because he he fears his life for being a a snitch bitch. Yeah, I saw that. Better music than this, though. Wow. Well, I don't know. I never heard it. But it can't be worse. But, uh, no, I, I dug it, but I gotta say, uh, 
every Tool album is something that uh, is not easily digested. No shit. Uh, there's a lot of shit going on, and you know, a quote that I read from from Maynard a long time ago. Uh, he was talking about some of his favorite bands, and one of them was King Crimson. And he says he, he loves King Crimson, but he doesn't always have the time to be a King Crimson fan. Which means, you know, you know, King Crimson is another you know progressive rock band where. You know, you know, they're they're not singles. You know what I mean? They're not like you know three minute songs. It's something you sit down and you digest, and it, and it requires time. And he says, you know, he doesn't always have the time. And I get that because I'm the same way with Tool. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of Tool, but I'm not like in the Tool cult because there is a Tool cult, people. And a lot of people, I mean, they they have a fucking following. You know, as a matter of fact, they had the biggest selling. Not that it means shit in 2019. But they had the biggest selling rock album of 2019. They rock. And, uh, you know, just to show you, they can go, what was it, like 13 years between albums or some shit. And there's still people foaming at the mouth waiting for these guys. Every time they do a tour, whether they have, you know, an album out or not, it's always successful. Uh, I mean, they have quite a following. But it is something that... Uh, it's not something that you throw on for casual listening. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 like a work of art. Ah, uh, shut up. Nah, I, I, I know art about this shit. It's like, oh yeah, well, I guess it's a work of art if you want to call fucking a Campbell soup can a work of art. Yeah, well, you know what? I get more out of Andy Warhol's art than I do out of the Mona Lisa, so it's all subjective, you know? Uh, this is uh, one of Rod Dirtman's favorite bands. Oh yeah, I know. So you know, you know, so you know, Dirtmits listen to this, you know, with, with a with a knife on the wrist. <laughs> he must have hit his head uh, on something before he heard Tool, because the guy likes some great shit. Uh, he likes, he, dude. That guy is all over the fucking map, and so is Josh Hill, who requested this. And you so know, am I, I. Okay, so am I. Fuck everybody. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, I know. I, I noticed uh, you're 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 not. That's why I'm surprised, actually, that uh, you like a lot of eras of Floyd as you do, because you really don't seem like anything that's like art rock kind of thing. Uh, like, really doesn't like, seem to be your back. Loving the Court of the Crimson King. I thought that was a great album. Uh, okay. King Crimson. Twentieth oh. Century Skitsoid Man. Good shit. I own that. I like that. Right. You know, I got no problem with that, bro. Yeah, but true. I don't like yes. I don't like uh, Genesis. I don't like none of that crap. I like uh, I like Genesis when they got a little poppy on one album, and, and yes, with the one nine zero two one zero. Whatever. I'm surprised uh, you like Kansas. They're kind of you know, Kansas I mean, is very proggy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're like you know corporate rock fucking prog, but I mean, and they are pretty proggy. You well, know, aside before, aside from the radio hits, you know. Before I left Overture, they were not corporate rock at all. I like them more when they got corporate rock, even though I like those early Kansas albums. Pretty heavy, and they're they're more they're more rushed than yes, you know. They they get metal wise here and there, where these bands, you know, yes, and I don't know, it's just too much self indulgence. And 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 I hate to even, and even though I can't get into yes and Genesis on, I hate to even equate them to Tool because Tool's not even fucking music, and I don't see anything prog about it. Prog takes talent. Uh, again, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm really surprised. 
I, I'm guessing it just has to be there's something about this that pisses you off so bad, but for you not to realize uh, the intricate drumming and bass playing on this. Like I said earlier, I can get if the guitars turn you off because they are detuned. There's nothing, you know, it's not like Eddie Van Halen, Halen type flash that even though Eddie Van Halen's a fan of this band. Um, Is he really? Yeah. Alright. You sure yeah. Wolf didn't Wolfie didn't drag him to that concert? Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. But uh Hey, you know who I love? UK. That's super prog. I know I like Yeah. You know, I like jazz, you know, I like good guitar players. You know, I like right, but, but I, 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 I'm really surprised. I mean, especially like, you know, we just talked about Neil Peart because I would consider Danny Carey like a modern day Neil Peart. I he mean, gave his... Neil Peart brain cancer. Oh, is, 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 is that the official story? That's the truth. Okay. That uh, uh, Greta Van Fleet girl told me. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Um, but anyway, okay, uh, you don't like him. <laughs> no, I don't actually. No, I, at all. And uh, like I said, I, I I am a Tool fan, but I would consider myself uh, a casual Tool fan. It's not something I put on all the time because I look at it as something where you know you put it on from start to finish. It's not like oh, I'm going to go to you know I'm going to play that hit song off of there. It's more like a uh, like an audio movie, and it, evidently it's a movie you don't like. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's people that are way bigger into this band than I am. But I have seen them live twice. Uh, in fact, the last, last show, did you like them live? They were fucking horrendous. Wow, okay. The singer up there in a Spider-Man outfit. Like, I was like, what is this crap? And yes, I watched Tool to see, you know, let's see if I can get into them live. No, they were just as boring live as they were. It was so bad. And you know... I, it's the truth, dude. The, the, the fucking crowd was dead, too. It was like, man. It's, and they were like on Ozfest second to last. You know, they were up there. So they were already popular. And I, I noticed, I don't know, maybe cool fans, you know, act that way a lot. I don't know. Maybe they don't. But they did that night because everybody was bored out of their skull. And who knows? Maybe cool fans, uh, you know, uh, are bored out of their skull and enjoy it. That's the only uh, well, thing I can think of. Well, I definitely think uh, they have a big musicianship following. You know, like people that are really into like the music and not like you know the spectacle or anything like that. They're just a musicians to... musician band, yeah, and to, I have, to a lot of people they are. And I am in a band, but I'm not a musician, man. I'm a headbanger. I always say that. I, I when people, hey, you know, I've had people say that to me. You're a musician. What do you think of this? I'm like. Dude, I'm far from a musician. I'm a fucking headbanger. I'm not fucking, I don't know how to read sheet music. And I'm not, I don't know the, you know, the yin and yang. And I, you know, another, I don't know if you've heard of this, Ian, but another form of music I can't stand is something they call math metal. You've heard of math metal? It's, uh, I've, I've heard that term referred to, uh, Meshuggah. Meshuggah, yeah. Oh, another band. Yeah, I, I could. I, I had like one of their CDs. Uh, buddy, let me borrow. I couldn't get into it. Oh. Yeah, it, that that did nothing for me. But I mean, again, that was probably, you know, damn near twenty years ago. I listened to it. Who knows? I might like it now. But back then, I know it did nothing for me. Yeah, like today. But, 
<laughs> but uh, fuck it. Uh, I guess since we ain't got you ain't got nothing nice to say, uh, we'll just get into this album. And uh, why don't you take the first track, Stinkfest? Stinkfest. <laughs> this one is painfully hideous. You know, am I in the fucking Truman Show? I mean, seriously, are you all fucking with me? This whole fucking planet is fucking with me. Y'all are looking at me right now with cameras installed in my place, and you're watching me pick my ass. I just know it, you fucking freaks. None of you like this. There's no way. And thanks to you fucks, now the Illuminati's going to be after me because I figured it all out. And by, by the way, I have a stinky fist because I'm picking my ass. That's what I think of stinky fist. All right. Well, uh, we're going to swing the pendulum because I think this is one of the greatest rock songs of all fucking time. Yeah. Uh, I never, ever, ever get fucking sick of this song. I'd rather hear this than fucking Stargazer. <laughs> I love Oh, Stargazer. Song. Better than Stargazer, right? Yeah. It, it, all right, it, all right. Brown, you're not allowed to lot of goof on me, goddamn. Okay. I Thank absolutely you. love this fucking song. Uh, and it has one of the best build-ups and breakdowns of all time that, that rival the best Pantera's done. I love the build-up on this song. Uh, now, one thing I will say about Tool is I'm not even going to pretend to say I know what the fucking song is about. Stop picking uh, your ass. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's one thing, you know, they never put their lyrics uh, in the songs because they're big on, you know, they want you to listen to it yourself, come up with your own interpretation. Uh, they don't like to talk about what the shit's on because they're all about that's part of the experience. Ooh, that's cool. And, uh, yeah, and, and that used to bother me when I was younger because I'm a guy that likes to read... You know, if it's something I really like, I want to read the lyrics, especially if it's something that's, you know, uh, not like Christine 16, you know, something that's got some meaning. Now, that's uh, a good song. I want to I want to fucking read it and, and, you know, come up with something, see what it means to me. I mean, they do have, you know, in this day and age, there's no escaping it. There are people hooking up to a computer, you know, to tell what the fucking lyrics are. Um, but the, the song is... Uh, I, I don't know. It's just it's it's fucking amazing, and it, I think it's something that Tool needs to get back to, because this is more of like a uh, like a prison sex or a shorter. It, it's a it, 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 you know it's not an epic track. It's it's just a regular. I mean, it's epic to me, but not in length and you know scope and stuff. It's just got a good rock to it, and uh, I, I think it's absolutely amazing. Uh, tied for my favorite track on this, but truth be told, probably uh, will always be my favorite tool track of all time. It I is absolutely an love epic. It. it is an epic, like epic your ass song. Right. <laughs> can I sing a verse from this? Yes. You, yes, you, you know can. how you were, you know how you were saying they don't like the lyrics. Well, I, sure. I figured one of I figured one of the the, the lyrics out. Okay. He says, "Orbs we weave a cosmic slide." Trips on nature's flat behind. No bubble butt, no ass that's thick. In his mouth, he sucks a penis. <laughs> Take the next track. 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that's the lyrics there. Yes, but. yes, it is actually. All right, the next track, Eulogy. Eulogy. Uh, love this fucking song. You too? Oh yeah. Uh for years I thought it was about um Bill Hicks. But there there's been various uh theories on it was about everybody from Bill Hicks to Jesus Christ uh to L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, I but don't it, like they use Bill Hicks in the album later on. Uh, oh, yeah, big Bill Hicks fans, and they got a picture of him in the booklet for this and everything. Yeah. And um, and he was a libtard, and I love them. Yeah, yeah, because libtards fucking rule. Oh, they're funny. Yeah. You got to admit, they're funny all around. Oh, God. The self-hating Latino. All right, uh, yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, I I'm, hate them libtard Latinos, the stupid spicks. But uh, yeah, my money is is this one is has more to do with L. Ron Hubbard. Well, you're gonna lose that money. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I really dig this one and re- reading the lyrics and stuff and seeing about how it's pretty much about a a false prophet, and uh, which makes perfect sense if you're talking about L. Ron Hubbard, uh, or or Jesus Christ for that matter. Or but cool. uh, <laughs> but uh, I love this one. Now this one you do. Yeah, yeah, this one's over eight minutes song, and every second of it is justified. I think it's an incredible track. Really? Yeah. All right, this song starts off with two minutes of fucking nonsense. You know, what the fuck's going on? You know, it's like, what? what is this? I mean, it's just a bunch of fucking paddly daddly. Yeah, that's the only way I can fucking paddly daddly be fucking noises. Then it just goes into some stupid repetitive riff with this moron talking like through a bullhorn then it kicks into this soulless hookless chorus only to go back into the shitty riff with the more bullhorn talk then repeat the chorus oh this is unlistenable garbage i am on to all of you oh you fuckers don't like this either i know it so stop fucking with me i did nothing to you do as I say and stop pretending you like music that hates the human race. This music does not like anybody. Thank you. All right. Would you All like, right. Me, to, would, yeah, would you like take... me to sing? You would like me to sing a song off this, uh, a line off there? Yeah, I studied the lyrics. Okay, I can tell. Yeah. All right, here it goes. <clears throat> mouse hot, mouse trap catches the rodent's head, cheese in its mouth of what is dead. Neck is broke inside the lock. In his mouth, he sucks a dick. (laughs) All right. The next song is called H. H stands for horrible. What do you think, H? (laughs) That's that's all you got. All right. That's Uh, all right. Uh, I like this one. Not one of my favorites, uh, but this one is about, uh, from what I can tell, is him opening up again uh, due to the birth of his child. He had a child born around this time. And, and oh, H, my God, no. H, H is his son's middle. He doesn't have a middle name. It's just it's Devo H. Keenan. And uh, he's a big Devo fan. Hi, uh, Devo's good. But... Uh, so basically what he's talking about here is how he's kind of shut down 
because of traumas and shit that's happened in his life, but he's having to open up again uh, because he he has a son now. He has no choice other than 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 try to uh, you know, just open up and, and uh, not be be as hateful and, and and you know and try to focus on some good shit when you know your life has handed you anything but that. Uh, I, I like it. I mean, I mean, I like what it's saying. Uh, but song-wise, this is where I can kind of see, uh, you know, coming after Eulogy, there, there's certain songs on here. There's a lot of... I will agree that it has a sound. And if you don't like that sound, you're not going to like the album because there isn't a lot of variety on this. No shit. It, it, it has a certain sound. And if you don't like that... You're, you're not going to get it. But to me, it, that makes it no different than a uh, an ACDC or Ramones album. It's very one-sounded, and either you like that sound or you don't. Uh, you know, but I, I, think, I think starting with this album, though, you would hear a lot more songs that sound, that, that kind of have the same sound. Where I think on Undertow and Opiate, you did have a little bit more variety but here they really kind of got locked into one, and either you're on board with it or you're not. But yeah, you know, I, I was very bored with it. <laughs> but uh, you know, again, to, to, to say it's no different from a lot of other bands that that have one sound and they don't deviate too much. This is just their sound. So of course, if you don't like it, it'd be the same as you know if somebody heard, you know, as foreign it would be to me as an ACDC or Ramon song they don't like. Chances are you're not going to like the next song because it sounds just like the one before it. So you either get it or you don't. Obviously, you don't. And that's cool. That uh, You know, hey, that, that's fine. I, I, these guys are living in mansions without our help. Sit on it, Ian. <laughs> Stifle it, Edith, will you? Little girl. All right. All the, the way that's what all plays. Songs have made the hit. Parade. Guys like us, we like chicks, so we don't like this. All Those right. Those were the days. All right. Take the, ne- take the next one. A song, I believe, about their fans. Useful <laughs> Idiot. Useful Idiot. Now, this one was, uh, you know, for a band that, you know, can musically take itself way too seriously. They do have a sense of humor, and a lot of it comes out on these interlude tracks. And they have a lot of these on their albums. And this is one where if you bought this originally on vinyl, this was the last track on the album. And basically all it is, it's a, it's a recording of a needle getting to the end of a photograph. And they had it grooved, so if you, if you had the original album here, it would just keep going. Like, you manually had to get oh, up. You know, you, know, you know what album did that? Uh, but not later pressings. The original pressing of High and Dry. If you didn't get up, you'd hear Joe go, no, 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 forever. You know, no, 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 the way it ends. Right. And like the groove, it, it just stays going, no, no, no. You had to physically get up. and sit. The, Then the, the, the shitty version with that horrible bringing on the heartbreak remix. But right. it did bring me and my wine, that rock. Yeah, I like uh, me and my wine. Yeah, it didn't do, well, it didn't do that because, you know, it had a song out. Right, so, you know, prove what Ralph said all along is Tool's been ripping off Death Leopard. Yeah, no, not not at all, man. They've been ripping off fucking uh, the toilet. All right. Uh, useful Idiot. 
Um, not bad, not bad. No boring <laughs> riffs, no one-dimensional vocals, no music at all. I, I dig it. It gives me a break. All right, I'll take the next one. 46 and 2. You know, you Tool fans must take a massive amount of blow to stay up during this shit. This is fucking horrendous garbage. What do you think, Ian? Uh, I dig this one. Uh, this one basically, you know, about man and can he evolve? You know, 46 would be the, the chromosomes and talking about when we achieve the next level, there'll be two more. Can we evolve? Can we get past the shit that we're in? Uh, interesting, uh, uh, predicament there. I, I, at this rate, I don't think so. I, if anything, I think we're losing chromosomes. But uh, as far as the song, I dig it. Not my favorite, but uh, there, there's two on here I like worse than this. But I, I think it's a good song. Will you say a song on here sucks? You have the balls to do that again? On anything on here? Um, he's, in, he's with the in crowd. No, there, there's a couple songs I'd say... Uh, that just sound too similar or, or just don't have anything that grab me, but nothing that offends me. You know what I want? You know what I know wants to grab? You know what you want something to grab? Uh, somebody to grab you? Ron what? Dimer. Yeah, you want him to grab you. I see what you're doing here. I ain't no fool. I'm trying to get on his good side. Ron, Ian wants some butt love. And you can, he wants some 46 and 2. That's like, that's like a really strange version of 69. Hey, Dirtman knows I'm pitching. I don't listen to fucking Man of War. Yeah, well, how the fuck can he like Man of War in this? <laughs> All right, take the next one. Message to Harry Manback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do I love this fucking track. And there's a couple of theories. Um, there's multiple theories about the origin of this. Um there's one where it was a house guest of Maynard that he kicked out for stealing, and he left this on his answer machine. I think the one most people agree upon is it was, I believe, I don't know if it was a guitar player. It was a member of Green Jelly uh, who had him as a roommate and threw him out for stealing, and he left this on his answer machine. But I think, I think that Tool has a time machine because I recall this same message on my answer machine from Joey Heine from Sucks Ten Cox podcast. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that, that oh, Ian, uh, just to give you a heads up, that podcast really sucks. Yes. Oh, you knew that? Yes, I, 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 didn't, I don't need a time machine. I don't need to go back. I just know that shit sucks. That's why they don't, they don't even go to the fucking... Uh, uh, expo anymore well m most of because we don't pay for him to go anymore because our yeah. listeners don't pay for him to go anymore and yeah. he's a fucking hump he, he, but, uh, his, his listeners uh don't pay shit no 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 well they can't i mean yeah. what the fuck? they ain't got they're no jobs they live with parents they're too busy buying cotton balls to listen to that fucking shit stuff in yeah. their fucking ears yeah. fucking nerds yeah but you know you know i made a funny they ain't got listeners yeah no no but uh I, I like it. I, I, I think it's, it's it's a fun track. It's a funny thing to throw in there, and I like the way it breaks up the album. Uh, do you find any humor in this at all, or, or I, enjoy this I, at all? Seriously, are you fucking serious? Is this supposed to even be a song? It's some piano playing with some dingleberry talking gibberish. The end. I'll take the next one. Hooker, 
Hooker with a penis. Yes. <laughs> at first I was, this is the song. At first I was like, oh, great. You know, this sounds good. And it's called Hooker with a penis. Great. It's just my luck. I'm going to like a song on here called Hooker with a penis. But then this stool softener starts singing. You know, and he takes this song, you know, he takes a left turn to Suckville. You know, I, I, like I told you, I can write shit like this in my sleep. You know, just go to band rehearsal and say, hey, guys, let's not even try it. Let's just suck. Let's write some songs and put some shitty little changes. And, you know, and here you go. I'll, I'll sing. I'll sing a line how that song's going to go. You ready, Ian? Mm-hmm. Planets glow, I see no harm. Having sex with Greg Barnes. He opens wide for his stick. Then he sucks upon my cock. <laughs> see? I, I see. I can't wait to hear you do a tool cover album. I'm a first day buyer. Well, y'all better fucking pay for it. <laughs> Let me tell you, man. I know some of you, oh, if you think you're so good, do it. I swear, if you send me enough money for studio time, shit, I got music. I'll get my band. Let's do it. Come on. First, let's fucking get, you know. Hey, you don't need no studio. You can do it in your apartment. Come on, this shit's easy. Well, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> All Put it right. on. All what right. do you think of hookers with a... By the way, Sizmac likes this one. Yeah, uh, I do too. Uh, not, not one of my favorites, but I like the heaviness of this one. It, definitely the heaviest track on the album. And one of their heavier songs all the way around. Wow. Uh, but uh, <laughs> what I like about this is, is, I mean, and if you take the time to read the lyrics to this one, it's all about a fan of theirs who came up and said they sold out after the EP. That uh, they're, they're selling out for the man and they're doing corporate rock right now. And the whole song is basically a fuck you to him and saying fuck you, buy my record. And... Uh, and I, and I I like that. I like that. You know, don't take no shit off somebody who don't know fucking shit. Do what you do. And uh, I love that. But then it goes in to my favorite interlude. Oh, my God, do I love intermission. And I think this might replace my current ringtone on my phone, which I've used for years and years and years. You better not use it when I call you. <laughs> well, normally when everybody calls, it's a theme to Magnum P.I. Yeah, play something that sounds like a man. That's what I call it. Like a man. You play, you play this shit when Ron calls you when you hook up that little cheap motel date. <laughs> but I might change it to intermission. I love this. It's it just goofy. Uh, just a silly little fucking circus music interlude, but I dig it. What do you think? Uh, the intro is like, hey, kids, it's time for the Bozo the Clown Show. Today I'm going to show you how to make... Animal balloons and the art of sodomy. And then it goes into yet another boring riff with that moron coming in with his oh-so-mellow voice. You know, just waiting for it to pick up with another one of those shitty riffs so he can scream. You know, I admit, it it didn't come as quick as I thought because the second, you know, the, the second verse was the same shit. But to tell you the truth, I zoned out. Does he come in and scream in any part? Because I was predicting it. I don't even remember. Because uh, that's how I ended my notes. I didn't even say if he screamed or not. You're referring to the next song, which is Jimmy. Um, not one of my favorites on the album. Uh, some people have referred to this as Sober Part 2 as far as the subject matter. 
Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Jimmy? Yeah, that's I don't have that. But the next song I have is Die Ayer Von Satan. After intermission, it's Jimmy. Watch watch me like that one. I didn't hear it. No, I didn't I I have no, no opinion no. on Jimmy. No, the, that's that's the one you're referring to. I think you think intermission and Jimmy is all one song. Oh, okay. Then I did hear it all. Yeah, because intermission's the do 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 do. Yeah, yeah. Then, the both of those. Yeah, yeah. And the next song is Jimmy. Okay. So, so that's because you were kind of going into that. Uh, yeah, that that's it. That's actually a separate song called Jimmy. Uh, this one basically dealing with uh, kind of how he shut down at eleven. When his mother had an aneurysm and basically was an invalid till the day she died. And uh, actually from the time she had uh, her aneurysm and to the day she died was exactly 10,000 days. And that's what they'd call a future album and, and you know, the title track be about that. About, you know, 10,000 days she had to spend basically comatose. And just basically saying how... You know, trying to overcome this shit and trying to break free from when he shut down at that age. Again, uh, like lyrically, I can I can understand it, you know. But but musically, this this is where they, they lose me on this one musically. To me, it's just too much like the shit I've heard earlier on the album. And even though I thought it's good lyrically, there's just not enough uh, to give it a thumbs up. I give this one a thumbs down. Well, too bad she didn't have an aneurysm before this fucker was born. Ouch. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Ian is too much of an influence on me lately. That's true. That's I didn't true. mean that. I- I'm sorry, uh, Main Tard. Whatever. What's his name? Main Tard? He is the Main Tard in the band. Yeah, Main, main Tard and the Snow Dog. <laughs> Time for the Bozo Show. <laughs> main Tard. Yeah, and the snow dog. <laughs> <laughs> Bet Lee likes this. <laughs> now he's gonna get mad at me again. You assholes! No, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, Which reminds me, I, I, we had, we had a review. I still need to go. I, there's something about fucking, you know, Podbean can be so frustrating because we get comments on Podbean, but. uh like you have to download the app. Like I can't go on my computer and look at it. I got to download. You know, I got to get the app and look at it there. Yeah. <laughs> but but I can see clips of comments. No, uh, no, 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 Ian, it's true because uh, uh, I could see comments on my pod uh, on the Podbeam when before I took Vera Vault off there. Uh, on my phone is the only place I can see the comments. Right, right. But so like I go on the computer, I can see like the beginning of it. And the last two that were on there was the ones like, please stop having Lee on the show. He just brings it down, this fucking moron, you know, and then it cuts out. And the one before that was a guy uh, talking about the violence episode. He says, the only good parts of this episode was the silence in between the fucking tracks. <laughs> but I need to go on there and fucking download this shit so I can read some of those. Because that's something we ain't done in a, in a long time. We need to do a YouTube uh exclusive where we read the popping comments speaking of something i've done a long time that guy said that thing about violence he hadn't seen a vagina in a long time <laughs> fucking fairy fuck you violence rule hell yeah son they're the best thrash band ever yes ever, son. ever that's right look even even ian came around 
<laughs> All right, no, how about that was Die Irv Von Satan? Die Ier Von Satan. Uh, now this one is kind oh, of. Did, uh, you, did you talk about this? Because they're all the fucking same. No, I didn't, I didn't talk about this one yet. This one is another uh, interlude. This one's kind of like a. It sounds like an industrial Nazi rant, uh, and all the lyrics are in German, and it sounds like it could be something like pretty, like you know, incinerary. But what it actually is is a recipe uh, for like pot brownies. Story. All right, cool. Um, this is what I think of it. Did did they sneak into some machinery factory and press record while this fuck stain talked over it? <laughs> that's all that's, I can get out of this shit. That's why it's industrial. Yeah. All right, I'll take it the next one. Push it. I'd rather hear salt and pepper than this crap. You know. <laughs> you know, you. I used to think Poison was the luckiest band on the planet, but they've been eclipsed by these turds. At least Poison's funny. These guys are are as funny as Rosie O'Donnell, dude. I mean, this is some shit. Push it. Get the fuck out of here. How dare you disgrace salt and pepper? All hey, righty. You want me to sing a, 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 a line off this song? Go for it. Stretches his ass like Stretch Armstrong. Then his partner takes off his shit-stained thong. Down his throat is quite a trick. P comes out from his meat. That's some deep shit, man. Well, yeah. I told you, man. I could do this shit. This is fucking... That's all he does. He's like, all right, let me try to be clever. Well, you're not. You're fucking... Planets grow. I see no harm. You know, I see what you're doing. But having sex with Greg Barnes. Nah, yeah, yeah, fuck you. All right, keep going. Push it real uh, good. Uh, this one would be my least favorite track on the album. Uh, to this point, it is the longest track on the album. At really? Nine... Is it yeah. longer than the last one? Yeah. The last one was like 13 minutes, dude. No, 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 no. I said to this point, it's the longest oh. song on the album. What do you mean song? <laughs> at nine minutes and 55 seconds. Uh, this one just doesn't do it for me, lyrically or... Sonically, uh, this sounds like a bunch of shit that I've heard already on this album and heard better. Well, join the club, Ian. Again, I, I don't hate it. Uh, there's nothing like, uh, that you sounds that like. Ron, you heard that, Ron Dharma? He doesn't hate it. Uh, I don't, I don't uh, there's nothing on here that I hate. Uh, but, but you know, I would never like, okay, I'm going to put this on. Oh, I'm going to go right to push it. Or I'm going to have that, that day where like, God damn, you know what I need to hear now is push it. Uh. <laughs> No, uh, this one just uh, is long and and for no reason. I don't mind long songs. I don't at all, as long as they keep me interested. And this one doesn't keep me interested. This, to me, this song sounds a lot like how Ralph describes every song on this album. There you go. Uh, but even that, even that, it's it's like there's nothing like that bad. But it's just it's it's repetitive, and. Uh, I don't know, you know. It ain't like Limp Biscuit bad, you know. But it's, oh yes, it is. No, it's not. Limp Biscuit's better than this. All right, but uh, I'll, I'll take the next one, which does feature vocals from uh, Ralph Vieira. Yeah, and that's I'll sing a song. I'll sing a line from it. Cicero's some ability. Yeah, I, I don't know. 
but this has this has because Ralph was in the studio when they were recording this and just started crying like a baby, and they recorded that. You know, that's, you ripped off my song. notes. You ripped off my notes. <laughs> but keep going. I wrote that in my notes, but keep going. <laughs> no, that's about all I got. Uh, it's another interlude. Uh, starts off with Ralph crying, and uh, just some a little musical accompaniment before it goes into the next epic track. All right, this 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 is what I wrote in my notes. When this song starts, I didn't know if it was a baby crying or the sound of what I was making listening to this. Uh, with that said, this is the best song. Well, you know, it's not a song, but you know, it's just noises, whatever the fuck it is. It's the best thing on this clusterfuck, whatever the fuck it is, because I don't have to be like fucking subjected to, you know, this garbage of a band. All right, I'll take the title track. All right. All right, here, look. This shit starts and I'm like, well, musically is somewhat interesting for a minute. This is what I was talking about. Then it's like what I thought was interesting, it got boring. And then this dude's voice is so one-dimensional. I'm serious. This guy's voice, I he doesn't, he can't, he doesn't emulate. He does oh, the same I love shit. it. I love his voice. You want me to sing another song like him? Yeah. Against the wall, his arms are strong. He pounds me till the dust of dawn. Like Gandalf said, you shall not pass. With his cock straight up my butt. That was actually me. It wasn't main card. So you didn't like it, huh? No, it started off pretty good, but then what was... The beginning of it sounded good, but then later on, that same sound sounded bad. It was like, they don't know when to stop. You should have stopped while you were ahead, you know? But no, you had to repeat that shit, and it sounded shitty the second way around. That's why I like bands like Violence. They don't pull shit like this. Because they can't. Uh... Right, they can't. They don't know how to suck. (laughs) Oh, no, they do. They're well versed in it. No, you're you well are wrong. Versed in it. You are wrong. Alex Trebek just said. Well, then they suck at this and then they suck at that. I'll give me a dick. Yeah, exactly. I'll put it in my mouth. I'll put it in my mouth. I like it in my mouth. Then I like it in my mouth. Oh my god, that, that's some fucking garbage shit right there. That's that's yeah, some that's garbage shit. Yeah. Get laid, all right? It's been a yeah, while. Okay. You'll get it then. Eh, it's a couple months. All right. All right. Uh, Love this title track. Love it. Tied with Stink <laughs> as my favorite on the album. And again, tied with one of my favorite song, Tool songs of all time. I love this one. I love the build up on it. You know, they'll learn to swim. Uh, just basically saying, fuck everything. Fuck all your beliefs. You know, and, you know, hope you all fall in the fucking sea. And I, I love the fucking anger on this. I love Maynard's vocals. I love Maynard's vocals. I think he's got one of the best voices in rock. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Oh, my. Oh, dear. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Ow. (laughs) Love you, dear. Love you, dear. (laughs) I think he is on bonkers. I think a coconut fell on his head. (laughs) Little girl. (sighs) Um... But, uh, no, man, I really, really, really fucking dig this song. Uh, Ian digs this song. Yeah. Incredible uh, musicianship on this. Oh, yeah. Ama- amazing fucking drumming. I mean, if you can seriously... Oh. 
listen to this and not I don't know how you didn't get at least that aspect of it I'm sorry I, songs just uh, I'll be honest with you the songs just distracted me I wasn't paying attention really I I, I mean I mean that that's one thing like I, I already knew coming into this you know I, I already knew you were gonna hate it I, but I, I really thought, did I really thought you know man I'm hoping I like at least a couple tracks off this after yeah. stink fist started I go all right, hopefully there'll be something else good, you know, that, because I'm very open-minded, dude. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I'm open-minded, dude. I know. I like a couple of Weezer tracks. You like all kinds of shit that sucks. That's why I'm surprised. That's right. How can I not like this that sucks? (laughs) But, uh, no, I I, I think it is a masterpiece of a song. Masterpiece of shit. And then it goes, it goes into the last little musical interlude. Uh, but this one, this one, I, I could kind of say you can't even really call it music. Negative ions. It's uh, basically the sound of electricity for uh, four minutes. Uh, but, it's not. It's not bad. But it, it is like a you know, it is what it is. It, it's a it's a mood piece. It's a setup for uh, the final song. What, what did you think of Negative Ions? Did it, like, annoy the shit out of you? Did you skip no, it? No, or? no, no. I like this one. No boring riffs, no one-dimensional <laughs> vocals. Just wind noises and some electric current going through it. Nice break for what this band has to offer musically. So, yeah, I give this one a thumbs up. See? All right. All right. Well, why don't you take the final track, Third Eye? Great. Using the great Bill Hicks throughout this song. If you even want to call it a fucking song. And sorry. No way I'm going to sit through 13 minutes of this crap. I am fucking done. I heard about like maybe two minutes tops and I said, last song, that's enough. Cheap trick at Budokan right now. And then I felt better. That's where I third a third eye. I didn't hear it all. Watch the second half be like violence. <laughs> I all right. Well, well something I, I will definitely agree with you on this one is there's no way in hell this song needs to be 13 minutes and 47 seconds. Uh, it shouldn't even be 47 seconds. <laughs> uh, not bad. I, I, I really dig what he's saying and agree with what he's saying about how uh, you could solve a lot of shit with psychedelic drugs. And drugs are a good thing. You know, that's, you know, you know the, the audio samples from Bill Hicks. And I totally agree on that. I, I think drugs are fucking amazing. More people need to do them. But... The right drugs. Don't get on these fucking opi- opioids from yeah, the fucking whatever doctor. The, yeah, don't get on what Tool was using. Don't make don't, shitty music. Don't get on fucking meth and all this fucking, you know, bath salts and all this shit. Find some goddamn mushrooms. And if you can, some clean LSD. Not that shit with strychnine that gives you a pain in the back of the neck and makes you grit your teeth all fucking night. But some clean fucking acid, if you can find it. Chances are you're not going to find it, so stick with some fucking mushrooms. Get Flip over a fucking cow turd, get some fucking mushrooms, and figure your shit out. Uh, you're not going to get that from meth or fucking uh, Oxycontins. Or whatever the fuck you white trash fuckers take nowadays. God damn it. They fucking eat fucking Pied Thai. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Pied Pods. <laughs> I don't know if it was you... I don't know if it was you, but, you know, I knew a I, doctor. I never, I never did no Tide Pods. No, no, I don't know if it was you or somebody when I, when that came up. And I said, man, what the fuck? I mean, what's the highlight? Oh, no, they don't get high off it. I was like, what? 
You mean they're eating Tide Pods and not even getting high? Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't know that. You, you, what the fuck? Somebody, you... somebody told me that. Why do you take them then? What the yeah, fuck? Because they're doing it for, you know, it's a challenge thing. Well, yeah, know? no, I, I have heard about doing like stupid shit like that for a challenge, but I thought they at least got something off of it. Jesus Christ, fucking idiots, fucking kids, god damn. That, that's a problem with today is the fucking drugs. They're on the wrong fucking drugs. Yep. What, ha- what happened to fucking alcohol, cocaine? Cat uh, tranquilizers. Yeah, you know, even weed, uh, you know, psychedelics, you know. Fucking kids, man. God damn it. Stupid kids with Tide Pods and tool music. <laughs> All right, well, I yeah, like I said, this one definitely doesn't need to be this long. Um, it, th- there are moments I like, but it just it goes on and on without having reason to go on. And, and I'll, you know, I, I can't say I blame you, especially if you don't like it already. I can see why you turned it off. But it is unnecessarily long. Uh, but again, nothing criminal to me. But there you have it. Uh, sorry, Ralph, you had to sit through that. But, uh, that uh, you know, pay for your own fucking hotel room if you don't want to listen to Tool. Yeah, you know? right. You got a point. <laughs> I got to suffer for the phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Boy, do I suffer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and something I will say, uh, probably in the next, you know, couple months, we're going to do um, fan episodes again. But it's going to be a real limited run this year. Yeah. Because uh, we're not we're not raising money for the expo this year, man. We we we've raised enough <laughs> the first three years, and you know we're going to pay some of our costs, and, and you know, and some we're going to try to raise. So when we do do the fundraising, we're going to have a set limit, and once we raise said money, it's done. So keep that in mind when the, when the next round comes up because we still man you know we're still backlogged we still have a lot of fan episodes to do from second year and third year but when we do the next ones once we raise what we need that's it so don't lollygag and go oh I'll get it next month start saving now if it means that fucking much to you uh, you know because uh, it's gonna be a limited run because Ralph doesn't want to sit through more tool reviews. Unless the money's right, huh, Ralph? No, I mean, look, hey, if you want us to review Tool again, fine. But you're going to wait a long time like this dude did. You know, it's like, seriously, man, these shits well, we have to no, study. Uh, no, they're not going to wait as long as this guy. Because this, this poor bastard, he paid fucking for Rockin' Pod 2, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's waited a long time for us to right, do Right, this. right, right. But I'm, that, that's not on him. That's on me, mostly. Uh, but... You know, and I, I take the blame for all this because of the time I took off from the show. Yeah, but, uh, but Ian, when people request something, we both know we get right on it because we don't have right. to study. Right. Well, here's the thing: I study everything, uh, but I, I mean, and you'll fully admit this: this ain't talking out of school. If you don't know it or you don't like it, you don't want to do it, and it gets put on the I back. Don't. You know. I do it. Well, I'm doing this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't mean, want to, but I do it. You, you do it, you know. And, and and some and some weak kids, you know. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to get Ralph in a bad mood, and I want to hear that, so I put off another one, you know. But you know, we're getting to the point where 
there, there's going to be, you know, quite a few that, that neither one of us know, or I know Ralph probably won't like, you know, but there'll be some he likes too, but we will honor everybody who paid. You will get honored. Um, but some are going to be later than others. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Our review of tools, second full length album, anemia released September 17th, 1996 produced by David, uh, Bottrell. And this motherfucker went triple platinum. I'm on the Truman Show, I'm telling you. Yeah, a lot of people like this. Ralph did it. Uh, But I will say, like, you know, I I listened to the new album. Matter of fact, I was with Ralph uh, when they released the title track to the new album, uh, Fear and Colleen, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. They make everything so hard. Fear and Colleen. But, uh, oh, we listened to it in the hotel, and even I couldn't defend it. I was like, this is way over long, not grabbing me. So, you know, Tool is not, you know, perfect to me. I am a fan, but uh, sometimes they can get their heads stuck too far up their own ass. Uh, unlike Ralph, I do believe that they are a great live band. And uh, and I've enjoyed them. I think I've seen them like three times. Did you look like a zombie, like you didn't care? Uh, no. no. Yeah, I, that's I, how everybody was in West Palm Beach. I, I, I was into it. And I was at that West Palm Beach show. But, well, then uh, you remember how that audience was. They were dead. Yeah. But they're, they're a band you listen to. They're not a band, you know. Yeah, you're not a band. You, you're a band you listen to with earplugs. <laughs> they are a headphone band. I'll give you that. Uh, you get a lot more out of them listening with headphones. I will say that because there is a lot of shit going on. But uh, basically, Ralph yeah, you play it. You play it. You put on headphones and plug it into something else and listen to 2112. <laughs> Alrighty, well, before we go in, oh, uh, oh yeah, we'll get to that, but before we go into pick of the week, I just want to say, uh, hope all of our listeners in Australia are doing well with all the shit that's going on there, and Australia is a huge market for us, uh, besides the United States and Canada, that is our biggest market, man, and some of our best listeners are from there, Adam Marshall, Michael Lynch, TJ James. I I, I know I'm, I'm forgetting a few because I've, I've been drinking. But, uh... Dingo's love us over there, too. What's that? Dingo's love us over there, too. Yeah, Dingo's ain't my baby. True story. But, uh, man, a lot of shit going on over there. As a matter of fact, I just, I, uh... I, I sent out Adam Marshall another uh, message the other day just making sure he was all right. But... I learned from my mistakes. I didn't call him. I sent him a text. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Sorry to hear about that shit, man. And we hope all of you are okay down under. And, uh, man, drink a beer, eat a Vegemite sandwich, and hopefully this shit passes soon. But what do you uh, say we hope you're okay? Yeah, okay. I hope you're okay. No, Ralph, yeah, I, not, no I give a fuck. You were telling me earlier, not to mention it, but I really don't care about them. But I know you do, so I'll bring it up. Oops, I shouldn't have said that on the air. Uh, yeah, no, I, I just meant, I meant T.J. James because he likes Sammy Hagar. I don't care about T.J. James. Oh, come on. But everybody else. I'm That's kidding. I'm kidding. I, I mildly care about T.J. James. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm kidding. Miley. Have another, have another quaalude. She loved me in the morning. Miley. Miley. Isn't that like uh, uh, Icky Breaky Heart's daughter? Yeah, Mildly Cyrus. Yeah, Mildly Cyrus. 
But uh, anyway, man, hope you She's guys. She's good though, okay. by the way. She's talented. Yeah, you like that shit, but you hate to. No, I, I, I fucking I saw her, fucking fagula. I saw her sing "Say Hello to Heaven" and it was fucking awesome. Are you it serious or are you joking? Oh my god, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I saw it was some Chris Cornell tribute. Go look at it. Even you, everybody was floored how good she was. So I watched it. And I was like, man, eh, man, let me go check out some of her shit. And then I went, oh, okay. She did that fucking Temple of Dogs song good, though. I mean, her music's really bad, but goddamn, that, that Miley can Miley can sing. <laughs> dude, she does that fucking Steve Cornell great, dude. I mean, that takes talent. <laughs> Miley is marginally talented. Yeah, I, Miley's, I Miley's talented. <laughs> Good boy. All right, so hopefully she goes. Look at it. You'll see. You'll see. I'm going to post it so you can watch it. Hopefully, awesome. hopefully she goes over there for a benefit concert and she catches on fire. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I I hope the koala bears and all our listeners survive. Yeah, and, and the, the kangaroos dingo. and the dingoes, even though I ate my baby. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hey hey, we're thinking of you. So, I'm thinking uh, of the poor safe. babies in the dingo's stomach. I don't want them to burn either. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't need no dingo abortions. Exactly. And that poor guy that got the stingray in his heart. He was good. Oh, uh, Steve Irwin. Yeah. Was he Australian? Yeah. Yeah, that guy was. That guy was like a hero to me. Was he? Was he? That's like asking if Crocodile Dundee's Australian or fucking Bond Scott. Yeah. He fucking. He fucking picked up a snake sure. once, and he's like. You Angry know, Anderson. He, he picked up a snake and he goes, you know, this snake has enough venom to kill 20 people. I'm going to tickle his balls now. He's a badass. <laughs> and then drop him off at a Sammy Hagar concert. No. That'd be awesome. All right. Well, how about since, since this bothered you so much, is there something you would rather people to listen to than Tool? Do you have a pick of the week? Well, I do, but it's not avant-garde crap, so go ahead, Ian. I know you got some avant-garde crap. Oh, uh, do I? Of course you do. Do I? Uh, it's avant-garde time with Ian. Oh, my God. Uh, this is a band I might have picked this album before, as a matter of fact. Cares, uh, I'm going to do it again. And a band that had... the hit- uh, unfortunately, in uh, post 9/11 world, they named their band ISIS. Uh, but they are—they are a killer fucking band. Well, they were. They were. They're no longer together. Uh, but they—they they are in the—I would say in the tool spectrum. I've—I've I've heard this band referred to so many fucking t- like different ways. They try to pigeonhole these guys. I've heard fucking uh, art metal. I've heard. Uh, all, all these kinds of stupid post metal, all this stupid shit. Fuck uh, metal. To me, they're just a great fucking band. Um, no, they're not. But what I like, like, dude, you've never even fucking heard them. No, well, you just said they sound like Tool. No, I, they're, they're in the spectrum. But I think they're they're a little bit more diverse in their sound from the songs. I don't know. Who knows? You probably hate it because you like shit, like violence. But right. uh, good uh, shit. Check it out. Isis, their 2006 album, In the Absence of Truth, I think is fucking amazing. Uh, all stellar fucking musicians. Uh, five-piece band, absolutely fucking amazing. In the Absence of Truth, Isis, that is my pick of the week. All right, mine is actual music, and it's a band I just discovered. Um, Ario Speedwagon, High Fidelity. Great that's a great, great album. 
Their last Bad. good album. Their last good album. Yeah. Yeah, great, I know. I'm not great, great I'm on not, the suck cock too. I'm sorry, Ian. I'm sorry I'm not part of your Rolling Stone magazine fucking Velvet Underground garbage. No, Rolling Stone likes fucking Aria Speedwagon. They like they no, they don't. They like Tool. You're part of that shit. You're a fucking elitist. You're like fucking you run the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you fucking tart. All right. This, this is actually I, I didn't get in the first year though. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It's so stupid they even left you out, not even knowing you're one of them. Yeah, Lou Reed. I know. I got into the Bluegrass Hall of Fame before I got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, anyway, there's a real band. They're from Japan. I just heard of them the other day, and they fucking blew my mind. They're called United. And and I don't know. I I need to get in touch with Mr. X to hook me up with this because. I went to buy this, and it's ridiculously expensive. Uh, the the band's called United. The video, they have a music video called Arise. And oh my God, I, I don't think I've been so blown away by something in, in many, many years. I've heard a lot of great shit, but I think this like tops it all. And I'm only talking about one song. Now, I did go and check out more of their videos, and they're all fucking awesome, too. But I, I'm not sure if they're on the same album, because this album's called absurdity and uh the song is called arise and this band is fucking amazing they're tight they're thrashy they're fucking bad ass united arise is my pick of the week well united the band united and i'm sure absurdity has more cool tracks because every song i've heard Ah, says this is from their 10th full-length album Damn. Well, hopefully, hopefully, Mr. X can get me all of them. They're, they are so good. They'll probably get it to you at a reasonable price, too. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Yep, Mr. X, the reason why it costs $40 for a fucking t shirt. Yeah, Mr. X likes Tool. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I think Mr. X sent you Tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He's a useful <laughs> idiot. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Yeah. United. Now that's new. I, I will check that out. Actually, actually, can we pause this for a second so I can listen to it and give you my uh, yeah? My do it. Uh, even you are gonna like this. Even All right. You watch. All right. Watch. So pause, pause the recording. I'm gonna listen to this All real right. quick. Watch right. it. Dude, All right. You're gonna be mind blown. All right. I'm gonna listen to it again.
right. Well, I just checked it out, and uh, that was some pretty good thrash there. I like that. You know, it's just good even if you ain't liked it. Yeah, that, that that's some good thrash, man. You dig some thrash, check them out. Definitely, I, I can hear some testament in there. Uh, yeah, you know. I hear I hear some good te- testament riffage. Contrary to what a lot of people think, I love five testament albums. Is it five? Uh, one, two, three, four. Four albums that I really love from them, and uh, and like the riffage, you know, it sounds like you know some good testament type riffage. And it's just some great and tight. Love the, the, the heavy vocals. And Ian brought to my attention the guy's wearing a violence patch. I didn't notice that before. Um, violence on one side, Jenna tortures on the other. It's like good and bad, <laughs> you know? But, uh, uh, oh, Doug, the drummer's a fucking beast. Yeah. Too. Oh, and the bass player, he has a little, that little solo in the middle. Yeah. And the, the dual guitar playing these two dudes. Man, man, I mean, this band just blew my fucking mind. I was like, I need to get into this band, but God, it's so expensive, man, to buy this shit because it's, you know, Japanese only, I guess. Yeah, uh, Mr. X will hook you up. All right, cool. All right, well, uh, yeah, definitely check that out, man. I got both of our seals of approval on that one. Uh, now it's time to go into Fan of the Week, and Fan of the Week this week is the very patient Josh Hill. Uh, Josh, Thank very, you, Josh, very active on the on the Facebook page, and and man, this he donated for this back for Rock and Pod two, and we're coming up on Rock and Pod four here in a couple months. Uh, man, thank you, brother. I hope you enjoyed it. I, you know, I'm if you like this show, I'm sure you fucking laughed at it, and sure you didn't take it fucking personal. Nah, uh, if you took it personal, then you know, big fuck you to Josh. But Josh, I I, I know you're a cool dude. You're you accept my my little fucking bitchiness, yeah. you know. You're you know. You, I mean, you enjoyed Ian during violence, didn't you? <laughs> he probably didn't listen to that episode. Okay. Uh, nah, I'm kidding. I, I can tell this guy. Hey, that episode that. did good. I went and looked at the numbers on that. It did good. Violence did over a grand. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, bro. Violence I, was a I, hit. I, I, I tell you, ain't nothing done like this fucking. Uh, uh, Rush episode. Holy fuck. Or uh, I'm sure this tool will do better too. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I was surprised tool is actually. Huge, man. Tool yeah, I know. Big. I know, but I was actually surprised uh, on our uh, Facebook page when you put your Wham Wham post. Uh, there's a lot of tool hate on there. What? Are you, are you, when you cry about bands, are those Wham Wham posts too, Ian? Uh, very seldom do I put a yeah. wham wham post. Oh, give me a break. Not a wham wham post, but you bitch about a lot of shit on the page, just like I do. You're no different than me. Like Ozzy said. Well, no, no, I'm sorry. Jakey e. Lee and Bob uh, Bob Daisley said on the park of the photo. <laughs> yeah. You're Thank- no different than <laughs> me. Thank you for correcting that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for giving credit where credit's due. You know what I heard? That even Sharon Osbourne fucking wrote lyrics on that, and Ozzy fucked her over, too. <laughs> And it was, and Sharon pulling the strings. Ozzy's clever. <laughs> no, that, that's why Ozzy's always cheating because nobody will fuck Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> no, that's true. I'd fuck her now. She's fuckable. Yeah. Don't you think? Shit, I'd, I'd fuck, I'd fuck uh, Jack Osborne. <laughs> no, I wouldn't touch. Well, but, no, I, I'd, I'd, I'd fuck Jack because he's got the shakes. Oh, I see what you did there. 
make me come quick. <laughs> yeah, see, that's why I said that thing about uh, like, I, I, Oh, that's terrible. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a, Ian, I'm a Ian's bad very, person. Ian's very influential. <laughs> Die, Hagar fan. See, I don't mean that, but I'm, I'm fucking getting sucked yeah, into this guy's but I, But I do. <laughs> I mean, I get so influenced by Ian, but boy, Tool is so bad, he couldn't help me there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I tried, but uh, there you go. No, nah, but, but hey, man. Thank you, Josh Hill, for donating. Yes. I may bitch. I may say this arm sucks, but I do appreciate what you've Hell done yeah. for us. I appreciate Hell yeah. And, and for the expo, yeah. And for the expo. I really appreciate it. So um, I hopefully am hoping, I got my finger crossed that you're a cool dude. And you take what I said about Tool like I take what Ian said about violence. You know, you don't give a fuck what I think. You love Tool and it doesn't matter what I think. I hope you're that way. I hope you're not like Ian. <coughs> yeah, don't be like me. Yeah, Ian gets, <coughs> Ian gets butt hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ouch. <sighs> All right, we'll come back next week when. Uh, what are we Drew, doing next week? Well, Drew, Drew's kind of, I'm, I'm going to throw it to you now and throw it to you live on the air. Well, by the time the kids hear this one, we've already picked. Uh, let's see, we need to do. Uh, we need to do an album we already did, but we lost in the Great Computer Fire. What album was that? Uh, the self-titled Trouble album, which I I couldn't stand at the time. Maybe maybe my opinion Let's will change. do that. I love that album. All right. Well, I don't have to study that shit. And, yeah, exactly, you lazy prick. And then there's one that I really love. I don't know how you feel about it. Some people are really divided, but it's an album I absolutely love. Is the Suck It Down album. Oh, I don't like it as much as Nola, but I like it. That's the one with uh, uh, New Orleans a Dying Whore, right? Yeah, yep. And uh, The Ghost of Mississippi, right? Yep. I yep. like that album. I mean, yep. yeah, The Bustle in the Hedgerow, right? Yeah. It's not bad, not bad. It's a good album. Yeah. I don't think it holds up to Nola, but it's not bad. All right. I don't well, dislike any any down album, to tell you the truth. All right, well, why don't, why don't we do that? Because I don't have to study that one as much. I have to study it, but I'm okay with that. Because I, I uh, remember liking it, but I didn't like it as much as Nola. I felt like it was a downgrade. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe I'll feel different the next time I hear yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I. Well, I'll I'll save my thoughts for when we review it. But uh, there we. Uh, and and don't get me wrong, we are going to redo the trouble. But next week, come back when we do down second album down to a bustle in your hedge grow. You know what song that's from, Ian? <laughs> One of those shitty Greta Van Fleet uh, Exactly, yeah. Oh, God. Find out which one next week. It's on Greta Van Fleet 4. On the Rec- Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. I want to have sex with Greg Barnes. Who doesn't? That was me singing like Main Tart again. Oh. And the Snow Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Chocomagos!